With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Philadelphia Eagles, we see you in the Jets out there. Welcome, everybody, into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Shannon, how are you this morning? I'm doing great, Jen. I'm doing great. Hey, Skip, I got your T-shirt. No, don't bang the table. I need you to do what you did for the past four weeks. Bang the table. I might never recover from what I just witnessed because we had them. We had them dead to rights and we let them off the hook. Y'all ain't had nothing. Yes, we Your did. Was- let me talk. Let's go. You don't even get to talk in this. <laughs> I love My it. Turn. I love this. I, yeah. love this. I knew it was coming. I knew they were yeah, coming. That's going to be a relic. Ooh, you two are live wires this morning. It, yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's do this, gentlemen. The Eagles remain the only undefeated team in the NFL after beating Skip's Cowboys last night 26-17. Dallas headed into halftime in a 20-3 hole, but as Skip just mentioned, they came back. They narrowed Philly's lead 20-17. Ultimately, though, no answer to stop Jalen Hurts and company. Jalen, 155 yards for two touchdowns. Meanwhile, Cooper Rush struggled three interceptions. Shannon, what is the biggest reason the Cowboys lost to the Eagles yesterday? The intern. (laughs) I told you it was over. I kept telling you, I said, if somebody can get to 24 and that defense all of a sudden don't turn you over, all of a sudden don't get six, seven sacks, if that could happen and make Cooper Rush play for the entirety of the game, not just two drives, because what did he do last night, Skip? That's what made you think he had him. He had two drives, and normally those two drives, what did he do? Two drives against Cincinnati, did what it needed to do. Two drives against Washington football team, do what it needed to do. Two drives against, uh, they played somebody the other night. Oh, they got behind Washington Commanders, uh, New York Giants. And they did what it needed to do. Uh, now those two drives, and you were still behind. Uh, and yeah, come on, Skip, don't do that now. You're being real petty, bro. Let me talk. Uh, Let I me haven't talk. said a word. I know you're doing them. Come on, that's childish. Your childish? Team that is very childish. Let your, me talk. Your you opinion talk? is childish. Go ahead. Go Go ahead. No, it's not no, my no, turn. No, 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 I'm not going to go. Because you're doing this, uh, uh, I'm trying to talk to you, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Seriously? Yep. Okay, I'll take it. It is my turn now. And here's what really happened last night. My quarterback, the backup quarterback, you called the intern and the jag and the, the uh, undrafted fraud waiting to be expo- exposed, the October pumpkin. He got thrown into a bonfire of a buzzsaw in Philadelphia. And I tweeted, you can look at my timeline. I tweeted before the game that Josh Allen and the Bills, if they'd got thrown in that bonfire, they would not have survived either because the Philadelphia Eagles are on fire. Do you realize, have you checked, did your researcher check the the turnover differential total of the Eagles right now? Did they check? Yeah. They're up to 14 takeaways to only two giveaways. Do you realize that's plus 12? 
Do you realize that's eight clear of any other team in the league? They are running away with the most important stat in all of football. It is the determining factor. It is the one you can hang your helmet on year after year after year. Turnover differential. 14 takeaways to only two giveaways. That's who they are. That's what they were. They were on fire last night. Meek Mills down, just wrapping on the sideline, getting them crazed. The first lady is on site. They were out of their minds at that stadium. I don't think through TV, because I've been there a bunch of times, you can feel just how crazed loud it was in that, that stadium. So, the, the young man that is Cooper Rush gets thrown into the bonfire, and I will give you this. He unraveled a little bit. The first interception wasn't all that bad because it's Bradbury making a great jump on the ball. And I got to tell you, they not only have the two best corners in pro football, but they have the best defensive backfield because Gardner Johnson is really good and a ball hawk. These are the supreme ball hawks of the league right now are the Philadelphia defense. So despite all that, Despite the one unravel was the one, the second interception that Slay got, and he's simply the best cornerback in football. And I think he pretty much took C.D. Lamb out of the game. Everybody does Des that. Despite all that, I, I give you that. He really disappointed me last night. Despite all of the above, finally Cooper Rush settled down late in the second quarter and he throws two balls that nearly cut it to 20 to 7 at halftime because that's what Cooper Rush has been doing for five games. He came out of the box and did something in the first four games nobody's ever done in the freaking history of the league. He had a 90 plus passer rating over the first four games of his career. Never been done before. He won his first five starts. It's impossible. He's got problems because they don't run the ball. They couldn't run the ball a lick in the first half. But what did he do? He throws one to Noah Brown. It was a really good throw. It was almost a great catch. If we could see this, this almost cut it to 20 to 7. If we could see this play near the end of the first half. And Noah Brown, who's his favorite target, didn't have a great night last night. We have this. Maybe, we, yeah, here we go. This is to Noah Brown. It's a very good throw right on the button. He gets one hand up, but he can't get his butt down in time, so he doesn't get two feet down, and it does not count. I got no problem with that. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out what did the official see that would make him signal touchdown. Well, it, that it wasn't was even close. A touchdown on the field. But it wasn't I'll, I'll even close. Well, it was close. Close to what? Well, in real time, it was hard. I mean, to in Canada, that. that's a touchdown, but not in the NFL. Yeah. Well, I, I think even the Sunday night guys thought it was a touchdown. I thought it was for just a second, but I couldn't see if he got his other foot down. But the point is, then on the it's two plays later, he throws one to Gallup, and Gallup breaks completely open in the back of the end zone, and it's a sweet throw. It's on the button. It's going to be a touchdown. It's going to be 20 to 7 at halftime, and James Bradbury, risen from the dead, knocks it down in the end zone. Yeah. I, I don't think this is – that's not the play. It's, it's to the back of the end zone. Uh, no, it's not that one. No, nope. I'm sorry. We got the wrong play. But he throws one to the back of the end zone. It's, it's going to be a touchdown. Stop the, the wrong play. But Gallup breaks free at the back of the yeah. end zone. Okay, so it's almost 20 to 7 at halftime, but it's 20 to 3. And here comes Cooper Rush. And Cooper Rush does what, what he's been doing for five games. He goes on two drives in the third quarter. It leaked into the fourth quarter. And there, there's things of beauty. The first one was more of a running drive, but it's 79 and nine plays. And then he goes 93 and 15 plays. And guess what Cooper Rush was? 
In, in those two drives, he hits eight out of ten passes for almost 100 yards. In the second half, believe it or not, Cooper Rush was 13 of 22 for 145 yards. That will win a football game at Philadelphia against the best defense in pro football. Cooper Rush settled down and did Cooper Rush things. And all of a sudden... He, he's throwing to uh, two rookie tight ends. This is mind-blowing to me. Dalton Schultz is, is over and out. He's, he's hurt his knee, and he's gone. He, he's throwing to Jake Henderson and Peyton Hendershot. One of them drafted out of Wisconsin. The other one undrafted out of Indiana. And he hits, if we can see the touchdown pass that cut it to 20 to 17, he hits Jake Ferguson. You like Jake Ferguson. I do. And he like he has him, potential. Yep. He hits him out in the, the flat, and he makes a move. He actually made a move with the football that shocked me. And here we went, and all of a sudden, early in the fourth quarter, it's 20 to 17. I guess we don't have that one either. But the point is that all of a sudden, I look up, and wait a second. There's a whole lot of time left because, wait a second, with 14 minutes and 39 seconds left, it's 20 to 17, Philly. And the guy that you said cannot. Let's see what happens if he gets a couple of touchdowns down. Well, he got down 20 to and nothing. He stayed down. 20 to nothing. And he's he brought him down. back to 20 to no, 17. No, no. Are you freaking kidding Hold on, me? Are you kidding me? When did they win the game for Brady? Spectacular. When did they have the lead? Spectacular. When did they have the lead? Now. When did they have the lead? Here we go. Here we go. We're about to have the lead because we got him on the run. Trust me, throats are tight in Philadelphia. Trust me, in the deep, dark psyches of the Eagles fans' minds, they're all thinking, uh-oh, Dallas is going to do it to us again. And what happens right on schedule, Jalen Hurts goes 75 yards in 13 plays, and it tore my guts out because I thought I could hang my helmet on my defense. You have to stop it. You, you have to make one play, one stop, and all of a sudden, Cooper Rush has got rhythm. The offense has got rhythm. Kellen Moore's got rhythm and momentum, and Mojo is back. And all of a sudden, they keep converting third downs. They, they do a third and four. They do a third and four and a third and one on their power sneak. I've never seen anything like it before. I've never seen any. Everybody using that now, putting the two guys behind him and push yeah. the quarterback And they just forward. push him up into the hole. And Jalen Hurts, pound for pound, is the strongest guy in the weight room on the team. Well, it's pretty hard to stop that. Yep. So they do it. They run the ball three straight times on third and short, third and four, third and four, third and one. And then – it, we could see the last two plays. He hits A.J. Brown out in the flat, and he just turns it up, and they got us, and it's 22 yards, and that sets up a seven-yarder to Devontae, and that's basically, you would think, ball game. That's basically ball game because all of a sudden they re-seized momentum. Here's the throw to A.J. Brown, and he got loose. That, that's, the, the defense didn't allow chunk plays, but they allowed too many of those kind of plays, and then this one, somebody just did, and that, that – yeah, that's, that's a very hard play. Yeah, it's hard to Because to they come cover. with the RPO right at you, and, the, and, the, and Brown is looking at him, and then all of a sudden he forgets about Devontae. Okay. So now we get to the pivotal play of the game. It's 5.03 remaining, and we still got some distant, far-off glimmer of hope. Second and eight from Dallas's 40. 5.03 left. Unfortunately, I'm playing with a rookie left tackle who did not have a great night. And all of a sudden, Brandon Graham just beats him off the snap and around the corner. And here he comes. And the one thing I do love about Cooper Rush, I've never said he's more talented than Dak, 
But I do love his intangibles, and I love his guts and his poise in the pocket. And he stood strong. CD broke, might have had a step. And he took Brandon Graham's shot right literally in the mouth. And up goes the football. And it flutters because he couldn't follow through. And I'm wondering what the guy that you don't have a lot of respect for, C.D. Lamb, is doing on the play because does he even look for the football? He did, but Skip, he, do, he doesn't want that collision. You okay. got, you you got know what? Le- you you know got what? Le- I buy that. You I got agree. A flash, Skip. You got a flash before the guy's eyes, even if you don't dive head first because it's going to be a collision, but you got to bail over okay. the top to make his eyes, like, flutter so he doesn't intercept this ball. Okay, you got to help your backup at Philadelphia. Yeah. You got to at least stop and fight for it. Yeah. CD just gives up on the play like, oh, God, here we go again. That was his body language mm-hmm. like, I had a step and you couldn't get me the freaking football, right? Yeah, how about I, Chase, too? Okay. How, how about this? How about this? He, he won't even stop and fight. You just have, it's a 50-50 ball. It's a flutter ball. And, and he lets Gardner Johnson, who I thought was out of the game with some kind of bum injury. It I looked bad. It, yeah. it looked bad. I, I thought maybe he ripped his bicep because he was trying to tear the ball out. But he came, to his credit, he came back and made the play of the night. Now, if we could see what happened, this is just me. I thought Brandon Graham came right up under Cooper Rush's helmet and got him right in the chin with his helmet. I think it was helmet to chin. No. And that gets called on Tom Brady. It just gets called. Yeah, he put his face mask in his chest. No, he, he jumps right up under his chin, and Cooper Rush jumped right up and said, wait a second. Skip, the man hit him right up in his chest. No, he gets, he gets hit right up under the chin. He gets it right in the chin. We're, we're, if you can see it from the backside, he hits him right up under the Skip, chin. It's called whiplash. Okay, if I hit but, you your chest, you're going to do this. Okay, but but again, Cooper Rush complains about nothing. He shows no emotion, and he jumped right up and said, he got me right in the chin. No. He got him right up under the chin. You, you, you threw a bad ball. The clock, the clock struck midnight, and okay. you turned back into well, a pumpkin. Well, you, you didn't throw a bad ball. You got rocked by Brandon Graham, who got uh, it, got whiffed. How many interceptions did they Smith. have? Give him credit for on the night. They gave him three. Okay, that's what he threw. One, I give him credit for. No, the other he got two, all of them. Yeah, the other one was a great play by Bradbury. The one bad one was the one to slay. I will give you that. But in the big picture, it is shocking to me. Well, let me do one last play before I t- this was this is the Eagles night. I might have had one last glimmer of hope with 246 left. It's third and seven at the Dallas 36. And Jalen Hurts, who played a masterful football game, he did what he does. It, it's why I said the day he got drafted, I, I live in fear of him from here on because he's going to haunt my Cowboys till death do I part. And yet with on third and seven, the ball is snapped before he's ready for it, and it hits him in the elbow or somewhere, and it's loose. And if we can just fall on the football, because we got no to- we got no takeaways. We haven't been a takeaway defense this year after leading it last year. The ball is loose, and they said that Jalen got back on it. No, First Kelsey thought, got yeah. it. But the, the play-by-play says that Jalen got, got it. No, no, Kelsey got it. Yeah. See, Kelsey got it. See, he got it in his arm. He turns over on it. Okay. Well, he play. almost had it, but Kelsey Kelsey immediately, once he's like, oh, I would have messed this up. Okay. He goes back, he falls, Kelsey gets okay. the ball. So there would have been some good field. You'd had it out at their 45-ish yard line. Mm-hmm. So you would have had a chance to see if there's any Cooper Rush magic left. But the problem is you're down too much because you're down nine at that point. So you'd have to miracle would have to be right. would have to happen. And yet in the larger picture of this game, my biggest problem with my football team going forward is not Dak over Cooper Rush. It's Mike McPenalty. That's who we are. We are Mike McPenalty. We are a Mike McCarthy, poorly coached football team 
that once again had 10 penalties for 72 yards. It's just too many, and they were such bad penalties. It, it, your man, C.D. Lamb, if I could just show you real quick, and then I'm going to hand it back to you, but it's, it's first and 10 at the 35 in the first quarter, and it's still nothing to nothing. And, by the way, he hits Jake Ferguson, did Cooper Rush, for a 13-yard gain that's going to get it out to midfield. And all of a sudden, CeeDee Lamb, for reasons I, I don't know, he comes back and, and has an illegal, look at that, just a stupid push in the back. It's not necessary. Yeah. It was going nowhere. It's who he has been so far for my, my Dallas my, Cowboys. Uh, 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 Tony Pollard did the exact same thing on CD's run. He and they picked the flag up. Flagged. He shoved I him agree. in the bag. They talked about it wasn't a flag. That was a flag. I agree. That was the only break we <laughs> got all night. But that's a bad play because it wipes out a, a momentum play where it's nothing to nothing and you're going to have the ball out about, about the 50-yard line. And here we go. Who knows? But, but come on. And then the Dante Fowler play is an absolute killer because it's fourth and four Philadelphia at the Dallas 10-yard line as the clock is ticking down right. at the end of the first quarter. And they're obviously just trying to draw you off sides by running to the line of scrimmage, and he steps. He steps over the line. And, again, they're going to have to kick the field goal. They're not going to go for that no. there. They're just going to let the clock run out at the end of the first quarter, and they're going to take the field goal. And instead of three to nothing, it's seven to nothing. It's hard to overcome that in a game of this magnitude against a team this good and this hot. You're going to lose if you give them that. And then I, the last play I'm going to show you is the Mike McCarthy Memorial play. CD made one play all night, 951 left at the second quarter. It's third and nine at the Dallas 26. Cooper Rush hits him for what looked like was the first down. He leads out. And, and extends the ball over the line. The TV guys all thought that it was good to go, that the ball was over the line before his elbow got down. Right. You at least have to challenge that. Just because. Just because. It, it's just it's a huge play in the game, and, and you're already down. At that point, you're down, uh, what was it, 14 to nothing? Yeah, it's 14 to nothing. Well, you, you just, you got to challenge. And, and he's a bump on the log. He, he's just sitting over there like an innocent bystander on the sideline. I don't even know if he's being able to comprehend what's going on in the game. So not only do they, that, do they not do that, there's no challenge. Then they go for it on fourth down, and I don't know why they have Cooper Rush. He's rolling out all night, the guy who's got no mobility, is mostly rolling out and making his best throws on the run. So they run some weird rollout play, it's a quarter of a yard. It's a quarter. You don't think Ezekiel Elliott can at least get a quarter of a yard? So there we are. Sometimes they get too cute for their own good. Yeah, and don't get me started on Micah gets a taunting penalty and Trevon Diggs gets a slamming helmet, taking off his helmet in the end zone on the touchdown play that put them but ahead But the Eagles did follow up with a dumb by going for two points on, on that situation. Okay. Analytics going to get okay. somebody fired sooner or later. But. Okay, but, but they got that it was a 15-yard penalty that could have been taken on the kickoff. So they say, well, we can go half the distance to the goal line on the, the two-point try. Just kick the field. Just kick okay. The well, you, you could have. I, I will buy that. But at least that's, that was my only big stop of the defense all night long. But the biggest reason the Cowboys lost was because Cooper Rush was awful. See, you keep talking about those two drives in which he was 8 of 10. Mm -hmm. What about the rest of the drives when he was 10 of 28? The man didn't throw for 200, didn't throw for 200 yards again. So the mm -hmm. last two games, he has more interceptions. 
and fewer than 300 passing yards. But you, but I don't want you now. Don't rush to get off the Cooper train. I want you to stay right where it is. You talk about that was a feeding frenzy. I don't believe the Buffalo Bills. Why does that matter what Buffalo could have done? You told me Cooper Rush. All you talked about for the last four weeks was that 90, that 90 passer rating and winning the game. Yep. And what did I tell you time and time again? If the defense cannot hold them below 20 points, he can't win. Make him play for the entirety of the game. Not just make him play for two drives and then get a throw here or there. Make him play for the entirety of the game. He, he threw they, for 181 and Jalen Hurts threw for 155. Hold on. Mm. No, no, no. Jalen Hurts didn't need to do anything. Mm. Jalen Hurts said, if I, if I get to 24, the Cowboys can't beat me mm. because the intern will go back to being what he was before he got this job. An intern. There's a reason why he's a 20-year-old backup quarterback. There's a reason why. You know what? Dak, Dak Prescott hand healed up overnight. If, he, if they had won this game, Dak Prescott was not starting against the Detroit Lions. At some point in time, you got to realize it, this whole notion about a quarterback controversy was absolutely ridiculous. It's because Jerry Jones thought he fought him another Tony Romo, and he didn't. He did not. Skip. It came to an end, like I told you it would, in dramatic fashion. And I know you hate it because you really hate to be wrong, but you were absolutely wrong on this one. He's a guy. That's all he's ever been. That's all he's ever going to be. There's a reason why he's still a backup in Dallas, and nobody's ever made any overtures out towards him. Mm. And guess what? He'll be a backup again in Dallas. Nobody's made any overtures because he's not free. He was first gift. He was a street free agent. Well, you can't played. get any more free than that. He never played. It, okay. Then he, hold on. Then he went to he went to the Giants. He was a street free agent again. Mm-hmm. If somebody wanted him, they could have got him. All I know is what Cooper Rush pulled off. He didn't pull off anything. This poorly coached football team. Not poorly coached. For five games was miraculous. Hold on. So hold on. So the, so another the previous five games he overcame that coaching. Now he doesn't overcome it. Now all of a sudden, he came really close. No, he, he didn't come close. Skip. It wasn't close. It was twenty to seventeen with fourteen minutes and thirty nine seconds left, and my defense could not stop. So now all Jaylen of a sudden it's the Hurst. defense's fault. It was definitely the defense's the, the, fault. Hold on. Uh, I needed one stop for my defense and Cooper Rush is going to win that wh- football what about game. Those two, That's what I know. What about those two turnovers in the I first half? They one, gave him 10 points. Okay. What about those two turnovers? He came back. No, 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 no. He came no, back. No, he no. did. Why, he always why, came why back. Why did he need to come back? If he doesn't turn the ball over, make them drive the field. Why you keep giving the they, Eagles when you know it was a freeding frenzy a short field? Why okay. did you do that? They have turned it over on everybody they have played. That ain't got nothing to do with the Cooper Rush did not come completely unraveled. He did. He actually. settled back down and he did what he's been doing for, for the five previous games. He got them, he, he made you look foolish because he got them back. You said, what if he gets down 14? He got down 20 and he brought them back to 20 to 17. Skip, that's skip, skip. And if you give him that pass at the end of the half, it's 20 to 7. Give Maybe to he brings him. them back skip, all the way. Skip. You make it seem, skip. See, you what, think about what you just said. If you give him that pass. You make it seem like the referees made a bad call. No. He was out of bounds. No, I say. You keep telling me. The you keep te- hold on. 18 of 38. Is that good? If 18 of 38 is that good for less than 200 yards, is that good? Is, One touchdown and three interceptions. Is that good? It was way better than Dak Prescott was in the opening game this year. It was way better than Dak Prescott was against San Francisco in the playoff game that ended last year. I, first way all, better. First of all, this, no, we're not talking about what happened last year. Mm. We're talking about the Eagles. Yep. See, this is, this is about what your guy, 
that mm -hmm. came unraveled, like the Jag that I said he was, mm -hmm. the intern, yep. which is which is a tenureship, is up and back to the bench. He goes, he's a guy, and you don't. I don't know why you don't want to admit that. You know, if they throw the flag on Brandon Graham, we might be having a way different. Now you hoping? See, think about it. Now you hoping and praying for flag right that didn't get the chin. He hit him in his chest. Right in the chin. He hit him in the chest. Of his head. He, crown of helmet to he, chin. It's called. Roughing the passer. Think about, think about, what you, think about this. Roughing the passer. At no point in time have I ever seen somebody hope, hope whether the official, had they given that touchdown call, had the official given us that roughing the passer call, well, damn, hell, I can play quarterback if they're going to give me, if I throw the ball up in the stands, they give me a touchdown, or if any time somebody hits me hard, it's a flag, hell, anybody can play quarterback. Mm. He's a guy, and you don't want to admit it. The bubble burst, back to that, they go. He's thrown to two rookie tight ends the whole night. They got the most targets. He been throwing to him all. You, hold on. You never made an excuse of who he was throwing to prior to last night. Those are the same guys he's been throwing to. If Micah and the Marauders make one stop, one stop early in the fourth quarter, I'm going to win that hold game. On. How about Cooper? We got him on how the about, run. Hold on. How about, we let him off the hook. How about this here? How about the Dallas Cowboys didn't play their best game and Cooper Rush bailed them out for once instead of they bailing his ass out? Mm. How about that? That's a novel idea. It's a team game. The so Hall we, of Famer told me there's no way he can bring him back he from couldn't. 14 down. They're 20 to nothing, and all of a sudden they're right in the game, 20 to 17. Hold on. Stunning, Hold miraculous. On. What happened? Rush. What happened before? Every time they was down there 13-6 or they were 7-6, he gets those two drives. Now, all of a sudden, they're in the lead. Mm. This was the first time that he had two great drives that he wasn't in the league. Mm. And then lead, and then what happened? My defense couldn't stop him. Now your defense. Well, your de well, I'm not making this up. I'm not exaggerating. They couldn't stop well, him. The defense, the defense, Three straight third downs. The defense says, well, how about you not turn the ball over Ooh. twice and give him 10 points? How about that? How about that? We had him. No, you didn't. <laughs> Let him off the <laughs> Cooper Rush is a guy. Okay, it's on you, Dak. You got to take it up a whole nother level. Here all, we go. All Dak got to do is be Dak Prescott. I've got a combination Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen coming back, and his name is Dak Prescott. Dak Pre he got way better in these five Dak, weeks. Dak Prescott C-plus game Woo! is better than Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush Here is a guy. I got Everybody Dak. knows it. I got right, the best guys. quarterback in pro football coming back. Dak certainly added to the drama last night. He got out there and threw pregame and told reporters he felt great. Of course. We will see when the Cowboys come to Dallas this upcoming Sunday. Meanwhile, the Eagles have their bye. They are off this upcoming week. Well deserved Still to come by this Eagles. morning, how did Tom Brady lose, gentlemen, <laughs> to the first team in the AFC? Know. This blew a lot of people's <laughs> minds. Ruined my pool. Why did Josh Allen and the Bills take down Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, Shannon? All that and more coming up next on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. 
and while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. The Steelers handed Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks a 2018 loss in Pittsburgh, even though Tampa was favored by more than a touchdown. That, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Now, it did get close at one point. Brady nearly led the team to a tie late in the fourth, but they come up short on a two-point conversion. Now, here's an interesting nugget. Brady flew separately to Pittsburgh because he attended Robert Kraft's wedding Friday night in New York City. The Bucks converted only one of their four red zone chances, just under 30% on third downs. Ouch. Shannon, what do you think is the biggest reason the Bucks lost to the Steelers? Brady was awful, and he's been awful all year long. And a lot of people are afraid to say it because they don't want to upset Tom Brady. But here under the Fox umbrella, we use the term fair and balanced. And fair is, he's been terrible. His lowest QBR since QBR has been into existence, 2006. His lowest touchdown passes through uh, six games. Lowest yard per attempt. He's awful. And now, Jen said, no, hold on. He flew separate. Well, Jen didn't add. He missed Saturday's walkthrough. He missed 11 days in training camps. He doesn't practice on Wednesday. He flew separate, but he quit to holler, team, team, team. Mm. And now, he's every time I turn around, he's in somebody's face on the sideline. If I'm an offensive lineman, I'm going to say, bro, mm. you play like stir fry your damn self. Mm. You see ghosts that are not there. How many times did he miss Chris Godwin when he was wide open? How many times did he bounce into the tight end? How many times did he overshoot the back? But you don't want to talk about that because you're afraid to upset Tom Brady's feeling. Well, I don't care. He's been terrible. He's 45 years of age, and he's dealing with something publicly he's never had to deal with before. That is what's going on with Tom Brady. Mm. Mike Evans ain't going to be happy about getting only getting four targets either, but that's none of my business. I don't even know why I brought it up. Mm. Every time I turn around, he's on a, guy, you're so much better than what you're playing. Are you any better than what you're playing, bro? Mm. I don't know if somebody need to give him a mirror or let him watch the tape, but he's been terrible this year, and you know it and you won't say it, but I will. Mm. I'm going to stand on it because you know what? I got the numbers to back it up. A team without their top three corners, without one of the best, two or three best safeties in all of football, a team without the best, one of the best defensive players, two or three best defensive players, and you can't get but 18 damn points, mm. four or 14 on fourth down. That's Tom Brady. Ping, ping, ping. Mike Evans was there. Chris Godwin was there. Russell Gage was there. All of his co- all of the guys that you say, because every time Tom Brady lose, there's got to be a reason. No Julio, no Mike Evans, no Chris Godwin. All of those guys were there yesterday except Julio. And what happened? Mm. He looked hot mess. You know it, and I know it. And I want these guys, these beat writers, and I want everybody that's covering Tom Brady, call it like you see it, mm. like you do for everybody else. Mm. 
We're not trying to take what he's already done. He has those seven Super Bowls. He's won six of them with game-winning drives. But that ain't got nothing to do with how he's playing right now. Mm. He's playing like some straight-up landfill. Mm. Not trash. Landfill where they take all the trash out. Mm. So that's why they lost. Huh. So let me get this straight from the Hall of Famer, Shannon Sharp. I'm not in the Hall of Fame, but for six straight years on this show, you have tried to send Tom Brady home. Now, okay? Is it time for him to go home? Is, they now? is it time for him to go home? I need it on the record. I, the I need it right now. No, 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 no. We got to go bigger picture. No, we don't. You're saying Let's he's go awful. Right Talk about this. Has See, he, what he, you always do. You always try to shift. Go big picture. Go to yesterday. Why did they I'm lose? I'm about to really go to yesterday, but I need you on the record. I ain't got nothing to you, say. I don't say my part. Because you're afraid, because you know he's the one man in sports you cannot bet against. He's the one man who has made you look sillier than any man in the history of the is world he, has made he you make, look. Is he making me look six, silly now? Six straight years. Is he making me look silly now? He, he is he will. making me look I, silly? I, no, I need no. it. I need you to tell I me. Gave you. I said he was terrible. I said he was terrible yesterday. He was terrible for the first six weeks. Is he washed? You see, you is it, it time watch to go it. home? It's been that time. Oh, really? Okay, okay. I got him. I finally got him on you the record. Wait, nothing. wait. Shannon Sharp says it's time to go home. Am I right? It's time for him to go home because okay. he has other things this. on his mind. I love can this. You can, oh, so in other words, there's nothing going on with Tom Brady. There's nothing wrong with Tom Brady. I Let think, me get you a record. Okay, Let I'm, me get on, you a I'm record. on record. I think that's been going on for about five years. No, 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 no. Had it, had it become public. Mm. Remember, remember, video changes everything. When things become public knowledge, it changes everything. So now I want to get you a record. Is there anything going on with Tom Brady? Uh, yes or no? I don't know. Oh, now you don't and know. Neither do you. <laughs> now you don't neither. know. Do now you. you don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now okay. you don't know. So I, I'm going to remind you that during the pandemic year, when somehow Tom Brady righted the ship and went on to win the Super Bowl, they lost on a Sunday night at home to their arch rival New Orleans Saints at home, 38 to three. And would you believe that Tom Brady threw three interceptions in that game and looked way, 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 way worse than he looked yesterday at Pittsburgh? And Shannon Sharp said, "It's time to go home." And you know what? It was time to do. It was time to go win. The Super Bowl with the nemesis, Because that's what you do. Every time he loses a game, that's his nemesis. So mm. Pittsburgh is nemesis. Remember, he owns the Steelers, right? He Remember? used to. Oh, no, he used to. Okay, why, why they used to? Okay, it's my turn. And, and it's my turn to talk, and I'm not going to be interrupted. Why I, you want to rub I, me? I, all I let time. you spew no, you all your garbage you all over the table. Anytime you spew garbage, he know I got it. Go ahead, mm, take off. Mm, I ain't got nothing to say. You really Everybody got at it. home know what they saw Tom Brady yesterday. For the truth of what happened yesterday. The Pittsburgh Steelers had lost four straight games. Mm -hmm. They had just lost at Buffalo 38 to 3. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Tom Brady losing to, to the Saints, 38 to 3. Yep. They looked completely dead in the water because, to your point, they had lost the three corners. They had lost Minka Fitzpatrick. They had also lost TJ Watt. So there's no way that anybody's going to get to Tom Brady. He got the SH kicked out of him yesterday. He never gets touched. Trust me, he got touched and touched and touched and touched some more yesterday because they could not block Pittsburgh. Couldn't block him from day one. From the, That's why he was screaming at the offensive line. What are you guys doing? They came out deadheaded because they did not take Pittsburgh seriously. And in did this Tom league, Brady take him serious? Wait, it's my turn to talk. Did he take him serious? I, I, you know what? I, do you, okay, you talk. Okay, thank you. You go ahead. Did Tom Brady take him serious? 
So, so in other words, you're going to fly a private jet all the way to New York to see your former owner get married. That's taking the team serious. You're not going to show up for Saturday walkthrough. Walkthrough. That's taking them serious. You're not going to practice for on Wednesday. You taking them serious. You miss 11 days in training camp. You taking it this season serious. Everybody got to take it serious except Tom Brady. Why? Go ahead. Take Tell it. me when you're finished. I'm done. Okay, now my turn again for what actually happened in the football game that I watched without Brady hate my eyes j just coloring. You, you wear Brady hate glasses when you watch it. You, you got a Brady hate TV that you bought. I don't know where you got it. On the dark web somewhere, they gave you a Brady hate TV, and it shows you an exaggerated form of what Brady's actually doing during the game. So here's the first play I would like to show. This happens very early in the game. It's a third and six at the Tampa Bay 35, 11.41 to go in the game. And they make a big stop because the rookie quarterback, he's starting to unravel a little bit. Mm -hmm. He's going to have a bad game. And watch what Devin White does to the rookie quarterback after he has delivered an incomplete pass. Could we see Devin White, please? He just shoves him down for no reason. He just shoves him down. It doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't do you any good. He just shoves the kid onto his back and gets an automatic easy flag that sustains a drive that becomes seven to nothing Pittsburgh. Yeah. You can't do it. You're just not ready to play. You're not thinking. It's just one of those errors that you make, a mental error where you just say, what are you thinking? Okay. Then on the next drive, down they go to first and 10 at the pit 17, and Brady's starting to look like Brady, and he throws a ball to Cameron Braid, who didn't last much longer in this game. But he throws a ball to Cameron Braid at the goal line that Miles Jack makes a hellacious play yeah. on. He gets up and gets fingertips on ball and tips it just away because that's a touchdown. It Trust is. me, it's going to hit him right in the numbers for a touchdown, and it's going to be 7-7, seven to seven, and all of a sudden, it's 7-3. to three. Then we get to another fateful turning point in the game. It's first and goal at the Pittsburgh three, which becomes second and goal at the one after a two-yard game by Lenny Fournette. So it's second goal at the one. What does Tom Brady do better than anybody has ever done at quarterback in the speak, history? But his leg's gone. I don't think his legs are gone. Did he you did not get see the I saw okay. him got stuck. That was at midfield. I got it. But when it when he smells pay dirt, there's nothing like him in the league. There's there, there's never been anything like quarterback sneaking Tom Brady for touchdowns. You have to. It's like from the half yard line. You have to sneak it. Instead, he gives it to Lenny Fournette for minus three. Then he gets sacked for minus five, and all of a sudden you have to take another field goal, and you're still down by a point. Then they get the lucky bounce field goal off the crossbar. <laughs> at the end of the half, and that's when you know it's not our day. And that ignited Tom Brady yelling at the offensive line. Well, he does it almost every game. He yells at somebody because that's just who he is. And, and more, more so now, Skip. Okay. Did, he didn't used to do this. He didn't used to, I mean, yeah, he yelled uh, uh, in New England, but not every... Every game now, there's not one game this season in which Tom Brady hasn't lost. Well, he's, he's, he's galvanizing the team. He's motivating team. That guy's a great leader. That's not what they say when other guys start yelling, but that's neither here nor there. Remember, he has a rookie left guard. He has a center who had never played center before this, this year, Robert Hainsey out of Notre Dame who was drafted in the third round to play either right tackle or right guard, and they stuck him at center, and I think Brady's having a hard time with him because he's not being able to hold the fort down in the middle of the line. So, in other words, Tom Brady's the only guy 
that has an influx of offensive line. He's the only guy. So it's going through this other 32 starting okay. quarterbacks, only Tom. Obviously, he's 45 years of age, and he can't get hit like he got hit yesterday because he's not going to last much longer. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to be right because Father Time's going to punch him right in the mouth. Who's skip? So, so when did Tom Brady realize he was going to turn 30, 45 during the okay. season? Well, he just needs to be protected better than he was in the first half. Well, the officials doing the, the official doing the best job he possibly can. Okay. So now, <laughs> opening kickoff of the second half, that Sims kid for Pittsburgh takes it and goes 89 yards right up the gut. You, you can't do it. It, it against an underdog, a hopeless underdog at Pittsburgh. The crowd's going to go crazy, and all of a sudden, they're going to get another field goal, and you're going to be down 13 well, well, been down. You should have been down a touchdown. Jamel Dean got on his horse and he went and got it. Mm -hmm. He did. It was sweet. He, he, he Jamel, Jamel Dean saved it. He, that was four points. Jamel Dean is a pretty big corner, and yeah. he can flat fly. Yeah. I, I was highly impressed by that. That saved four points. I give you that. Now, here comes the GOAT, and he is the unquestioned unqualified goat here he comes and if I could show you a throw he made to Chris Godwin who said he, he had he threw him 12 balls he only caught six this is a 28 yarder okay. this is with 11:33 left in the third quarter this is a goat throw I, I don't care what you yeah. say that that's that, that's big yeah, time that was. That, that's Tom Brady at his greatest still at age 45 and he throws it back into a very him. tight window. Yeah, he back and, and, Chris and hit him. And that was a big throw that I thought, okay, maybe they're going to get back in the game. But they take it all the way down to first and 10 at 13, and they have a false start. And then they have an eligible man down the field. And they wind up with another field goal. Yeah. And you can't keep doing it because you're going to lose. You're, you're, if you go into the red zone four times and you come away with one touchdown, you're just going to lose well, Skip, at that's, Pittsburgh. Skip, that's been the MO okay. the whole season. Right. Okay. And then. If I could show you the, uh, I'm going to get to Trubisky in just a moment. But if I could show you another throw that Brady made, this is the 17-yarder to um, to the rookie Otten. It's third and four at the Tampa Bay 45, and and he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Okay, that was a sweet throw also. Yeah. That's on the button, tight window, well covered between two defenders, and he hit him, and he stood strong in the pocket. That ball's got some juice on it, and then Lenny Fournette takes it home. Good throw for the touchdown from 11 yards, just a little swing pass, and it was all Fournette. He didn't run the ball very well, but he caught it very well yeah. as usual. Okay, so then that leads to the two-point try to Godwin, and I will give you this. I don't think Brady made a great choice on this play to Godwin because Devin Bush has – He fooled he, him, Skip. He, he's covered it. Yeah, he, well, watch what Devin Bush De, – watch what Devin Bush does. Yeah. He pretends like he's going uh, – oh, yeah. I, no, 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 I got you. He, he takes a couple steps to the tight end, and then he – and, and he got a hand on it. Yeah, Brady never it, saw him. He never saw him. And I think it would have been a catch. It looked like it was yeah, on oh, target, yeah, he, but yeah, Devin Bush got him. And I don't know if it was the best choice on that throw, but, but whatever. It didn't work, and all of a sudden, they're still in trouble. Now, here's the catch to this game. Here, here's the catch 22. Here's, it's just like the Dallas game. In the end, Brady needs the defense to rise up and save him, as it has many times in the past, because they're really good, or so I thought, on defense. Would you believe they let Mitch Trubisky convert four huge third downs at the end of the game? Those two third downs. You, you, you just normal. can't do it. But it's, it, I think we have them all in a row. It's third and 13, third and six, third and 15, and third and 11. If we could see these in a row, here's the big one, third and 15 on the out route. I don't know That's what Carl Davis was thinking. I, I don't either. It's just huge. This is Mitch Trubisky. That's just wide open. That's just silly. And, and then here we go with the last two. Just the play pool. Huge. This, this was the is player the player of the game. Killer. This, this is, is the player of the game right here. Skip. He rolls out, throws it up the sideline, and Claypool gets his feet in. 
and that's game over yep. because now they've killed the clock. So Mitch Trubisky comes off the bench for Kenny Pickett and saves the game with a QBR of 91 in his time in the game because he converts four third downs. Well, you got to blame the defense to some degree because you can't allow that. you got to stop one of those because if you make one of those stops, we might be having a different conversation. Shouldn't shouldn't I expect more than 18 points from Tom Brady? Well, sure, but but again – he lost Cameron Brait, and now he's got nobody. He's got the kid Kate Otten at the I like, end. But I like Otten. I think, okay. Otten can, I think Otten can play. He's going to be without Cameron Brait for a while, Skip. I, I, you know what? He might be done for the season. I, I hate to say this. I'm going to knock on wood. but He might be done. Give, given how he got rocked the game, his two games He missed before. it with Atlanta. He missed the following game. He comes back, and now they got to stretcher him off after helmet, after head uh, collision. He was knocked out it's possible he could be done for good. It's possible because in this day and age, when you have that much, the susceptibility concussion goes through the roof, and I just don't know. It seems like now, Skip, anybody that gets a concussion, they're not letting them come back in the game. You saw Lane Johnson have one. Boom. Now we're starting to see guys get a concussion, Skip. It's done. Okay, so I saw our man Gronk on our pregame show yesterday (laughs) predicting that Tom was going to throw a party at Pittsburgh, which obviously did not happen. Now I'm wondering... Gronk, will you join the party? <laughs> Can you come and save the party instead of pooping the party? Because Tom needs you more than ever right now because all of a sudden their strength used to be tight end and now it's down to the rookie, yep. right? It is. Okay, so will he come back? You, you're leaning big no, right? No, I'm saying no. Okay, I would love to see it. He, he owes it to his friend, his best buddy. Man, I'm Tommy. not going to scale. That man, you trying to go out there and get that man help wreck the tip because Tom Brady has got a passion because he can't go. So now you want me to risk my help for Tom Brady because Tom Brady's ego won't let him retire. So I go out there and risk my help. Well, he is about what? Tw- is he 10 or 12 years younger? Yeah, That's but still. 12 years younger. Right? I still taking punishment. Gronk has had concussions. Gronk has had ACLs, elbows, ankle, knees, back. So you want that man to risk his help for Tom Brady. But- he needs you. It's what you do for your friends, friends who have won you rings, who have made you famous, right? Guess what? I think Gronk has more than paid him off. Gronk is, has more than paid Tom Brady off. Well, that, that's how it works. It's going to be a long sort of second half of the year. What are we at? 11 games left. It's going to be a long 11 games, but I'm not betting against the one man in sports I do not bet against. I say they write the ship. Oh, I'm not saying that they can't, but I'm saying right now, Tom Brady is as much a part of the problem as he is the solution. And I just need you to understand and say that. The biggest problem well, yesterday. Gentlemen, the Bucks ahead, certainly Jim. need something. They sit at Tom three and three, better. 500 on the season, and even with Tom the Atlanta Fox. Falcons, guys. <sighs> Todd Bowles is committing to getting their hands dirty at practice this week, working harder ahead of that game versus the Panthers this upcoming Sunday. All right, guys, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Hey, Shannon, they defeated your guy, Pat Mahomes, and the Chiefs 24-20 in Kansas City yesterday. Allen had 329 yards, three touchdowns. Von Miller added to the win by sacking Mahomes twice. He fought off a double team that forced Mahomes to throw an interception to seal the game for the Bills. Mahomes, meanwhile, 338 yards, two touchdowns, and ultimately two interceptions. Shannon, when you look at the film, 
What's the biggest reason Josh Allen beat Pat Mahomes? Well, he played made plays when it mattered the most, when they absolutely had to have a drive and a field goal. Yeah, you could get a field goal and tie the ball game. Josh Allen says, I want sweepstakes. I want it all. And he made you skip, you, you know, he has the, his leg. And for a big man, he can move. He looks like he's running fast. You know, a lot of times they look, they don't look like that. He ain't going. No, he's moving. And he does not have a he doesn't have a problem getting his hands dirty. He's gonna try to run over you. Josh Allen is not running over out of bounds. I don't know if that's good long-term for his long-term future or his long-term health, but right now as a 27, 28-year-old, he's tremendous. The hurdle at the end of the at the end to make sure he gets more yards, but Skip, he just he has the ability. He has the type of arm, and he's in the ideal situation. Um, um, McDermott turned the play call over to uh, Dorsey, mm -hmm. uh, Ken Dorsey, yep. who played in this league for a little while. They did a great job. They do a great job of scheming things up. Stephon Diggs has changed his life because he has a guy that he can go to, he know in one-on-one -on -one situations, and he can make a play. And then Gabe Davis on the other side could easily be a quality one for any other team, but he happens to be the two. And he gets single coverage against the number two or three uh, a DB, he's going to make them pay. Dawson Knox, although he's not the name that a Kittles or a Kyle Pitts or a Kelsey or some of these other names, Skip, but he's a solid tight end. He can run. He run after the catch. He's a big target. They have a lot of weapons. And yesterday they were able to run the football. So which really – but I, I give both defenses credit. Both defenses played well. But it came down to, to Josh making plays when you have to make those plays. And at the end of the ball game, Skip, for whatever reason, it, he just loved playing in Arrowhead. Because when he goes there, he doesn't turn it over, and he puts up giant, huge numbers. It's like he's like he's perfect when he plays there. No turnovers, and he's just like, play. I mean, yeah, no interception. You know, he fumbled the ball in the red zone. But I thought Josh Allen played really, really well. Four or five on, uh, on four, uh, converted a fourth down, uh, four runs on the drive, including a 16-yard run skip. It was he played really well, and I think at the end of the ball game, uh, Pat uh, Patrick uh, reports to play that he shouldn't. But I, th the thing I would say this, and uh, I'm a, you'll have to live with some of the mistakes that Patrick make because those are some of the things that makes him great, Skip, that improvisational skill. But in a situation like this on the final drive, bro, stop trying to spread the ball around. Juju and Kelsey have been making plays for you all day. I understand that they draft this guy more and he's supposed to be the replacement to Tyreek, but you're trying to force feed him. He's not ready to be that guy just yet. Find Kelsey, find Juju, and let's go play football and get down the field, either get a touchdown to send this thing to overtime or get a game-winning touchdown drive. That's my only thing. But I thought Josh Allen was Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen was sensational. 27 to 40, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Legs had 12 carries. Well, he had 12 carries, 32 yards. I thought he, was, he did an unbelievable job yesterday, and I think that was the difference in the ball game. I mostly concur except for your evaluation of my homeboy at home. Mm -hmm. But I will say this. Josh Allen won me over yesterday. Yeah. That was sensational. Yeah, he, he, he legit. Start to finish, sensational. You can argue he has two weapons he can trust, mm -hmm. as opposed to Mahomes, who really only has Kelsey. one trustable weapon. Yeah. But still... The first play of the game for me was Josh Allen nearly gets sacked for a safety. He got stopped at the one-yard line. I thought for a second it was going to be a safety. Mm -hmm. And on the next play, it's third and 13 from the one-yard line, and he goes to Gabe Davis. If we could see this throw out of the end zone, this is the play of the game because you are in, quote-unquote, jail, man. Mm -hmm. You are going to be so stuck, backed up in your territory, and he 
dodges the rush and throws a bullet to Gabe Davis that gets them out of quote unquote jail. That is a play. That that is athletic ability and arm talent. Right. Arm strength because this is a rocket. Because and if you don't get that skip, it's third down. Now you're going to punt the ball back to them. I think it was you, third down. Yeah, it was third yeah. and 13. Yeah. So, so you're going to give them the ball back, and so now they get a chance. You go down and score a touchdown. You're not going to get any points, and they might get points coming back the other way. That is a fact. And instead, he goes the length the, of the field by eventually hitting Gabe Davis for the big one, the 34-yard for mm -hmm. the touchdown. Kansas City had one arm tied behind his back because it was down to that kid, Josh Williams, that, that rookie Woo! from Fayetteville State, which is in North Carolina. I know where but it is. We used to play him, yeah. Did you really? It's HBCU. Fayetteville State. <laughs> Welcome to the big-time young man because he gets stuck one time, the first time on Gabe Davis, and the next time on Stephon Diggs in single coverage because they are blitzing. And the young man could not stand up to that tall task because that's a tall task. I, I fought Spags. Skip, you got to know your personnel. You, you, you just can't do it. You, you, you can't put that kid you, in a situation you, you, you like can't that. Do it. It's two in a row. No, no, and no. Those are the two biggest throws of the game yeah. by Josh Allen. They're both touchdowns. He's got a huge arm. They both can fly, obviously, and they run right by the kid, and he's just lost. Yes. And it, it wasn't like he got smoked or toasted. Right. He was he was pretty much there, but you just th – this is this is as good as it gets. Yeah. You, you're up against the best throwing to the right. best. And yet – now back to Patrick Mahomes. The unplay of the game, the, the biggest negative play of the game, you can argue the, the game-losing play of the game wasn't the last one by Mahomes. It was the first one by Mahomes because it's third and nine from the nine-yard line. Right. And he rolls out, and this is vintage, classic Mahomes, and he got away with it a couple of games back. This time, he doesn't get away with it because he throws it up for grabs to Valdez-Scantling, and Elam goes right up and snatches it out of the but sky. But I'm saying, but uh, how many times does he keep throwing the ball to MBS, and he either drops it or this happens? Yeah. You I, have, Skip, if he throws that ball to Kelsey, I ain't got no problem with it. I got no problem because sometimes you give your, your best guys, you give them opportunities. Yeah. Like Josh Allen, he's going to give Stephon Diggs an opportunity to make a play, and sometimes the bad things might happen. Okay. But I'm not giving Isaiah McKenzie a jump ball situation in the end zone. I'm sorry, I'm just not. If you look up in the definition, uh, the dictionary, the definition of ill-advised, that's ill-advised. Yes, of course. That's what Andy Reid has let him get away with to a fault. That's how he has green-lighted him to polish Andy's genius because Andy still wants to say, look at me. I drafted that kid. Mm -hmm. I went up to, what was it, 10th in the first round. I snatched him right out from under everybody. <laughs> I saw him coming before anybody. We had Patrick in the studio yeah. before the draft. Right. We didn't see him coming. Well, I saw him against, well, we both saw him against Oklahoma that yeah. night. But he threw for over 700 yards. And I'm like, okay, he's going to be just like all the other Texas Tech quarterbacks, Skip, that threw for a gazillion yards and came to the NFL and didn't do anything. Clingsbury and all these other guys. Guess who outgunned him that night, believe it ba or not? Yeah. Baker Mayfield. I so think Baker threw 500. He, he did, but they won the game. But the point was, I watched all those games, yeah. and I didn't see this. No. But Andy Reid sees that. So he's going to try to trick you with all kinds of flash and dash plays down in the red zone, and he's going to let Pat be Pat down in the red zone. He's going to let him run around and throw it left-handed or sidearm or behind the back or between the legs, and you can't keep doing it because this league is too good for that. They're going to get you. He's turning into Brett Favre to me, the bad Brett Favre, who at, you went into every game against Brett Favre. He'll throw you two or three. Right. You just got to catch him. Right. Well, th this is different because he'll throw them up for grabs. You just got to be ready because 
Sometimes he'll pull it off because he's got some globetrotter in him. Skip, he's got some metal lock. I, I think this play is different than the one against Tampa because there was really nobody in between. There was somebody in between, but uh, uh, Cla uh, Edwards Alaire has snuck to the backfield. This is basically a jump ball. That wasn't a jump ball. That was a situation that he brought the defense to him. He did a little, a little jump pass. I, I don't even top. know what it was. Yeah. It was like a push shot. It's <laughs> yeah. like he shot a set shot. But, I, but I in, this, Skip, in this situation right here, you got points. You're going to get points. Don't throw a jump. Don't throw a jump ball to to a guy. You're He's at a the guy. nine yard line. He's a guy. It's, it, it's what I was taught early in my career. That's the cardinal sin is to throw an interception into Indeed. your end exactly. zone. Exactly. Yeah. You cannot do it because it's too it, it's too damaging for the long term because it it, it takes all your you, as you said you're at the nine yard line. If you just throw it away, right. take your three. Right. Well, I, well, I think the thing was, Skip, if that you look um, that they got the ball because what uh, Buffalo fumble. They pitched the ball in Singletary, yep. couldn't hold on to it. So on. they get the ball and they come right back. So you look at Buffalo, probably going to get three points or seven points. So that would know. But in a situation where he threw the ball to Sky Moore, he never saw it. Never saw he, him. He, he, never, he never saw him. You in mean the, the last? Yeah, the, the last, the last yeah, interception. Can we see the last one? He, one never, he never saw, uh, I think it was Davis. Oh, the, Joe, Davis or Jones, I think, the number Here's seven. The last one he rolls. He never sees Skip. He never sees it. Yep. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's the touch. I thought okay. we Here we go. Here's the last play. Skip, he never sees it. Look at it. He never sees it. Little sidearm. Nope. Can't do it. Never saw it. And Milano is spying, so he feels like he's got to get rid of the football. And it allowed Bond to take an inside rush, which bothered Pat and made him bolt to the right. And he gets snaked yep. for the pick that ends the game. And it was kind of a letdown because we had... We got to see the playoff shootout, and you thought this is going to end right. w with some sensational play at the end. And we did because we saw right before the half, we saw Buffalo go down and get a touchdown. And we did. see Mahomes in 12 seconds go down and get – and Buckner boomed a 62-yard yep. field goal. It looked like it would have been good from 70. That is correct. And then he comes right out of the half, and then he misses, yep. a, what, a 34, 35-yarder. Uh, and so it, it was shaping up. I, I thought the game would be a little more high scoring than what it was, 24-20. I had the final score. I thought Buffalo would win. 31-27. Yep. But, uh, look, I, I still believe, all said and done, I still believe these probably are the two best teams in the AFC. Uh, they might be on a collision course again. But it, I, I think Buffalo is the best team. And Von Miller, Skip, this is why they gave him 40. At the time of signing, this is why he got $40-plus million. This is why he wasn't a Dallas Cowboy. <laughs> Even though he keeps telling people, I know, some of the friends of mine that he plays golf with, right. he keeps saying, I would have gone to Dallas. Well, Jerry wasn't going to give you $40 right. million. But it's so, – he, every time, Skip, we keep talking about guys defensive. He keeps throwing this because he's changed that defense, Skip. He changed it. He's, he's changed, changed that he's, defense. He's changed everywhere he's been. <laughs> he, he has. He is a Super Bowl component. Yes. He, you add him, and all of a sudden, you're a Super Bowl contender. Mm -hmm. And yet, what the biggest takeaway I have from yesterday was Josh Allen has surpassed Patrick Mahomes as the best quarterback in the AFC. Uh, I'm not me. going that far. Yeah, I'm I not am. going that far. I'm I ready. Because here's the thing. And now you see, we see what Tyreek, Tyreek has another 10 catch, 150 plus yard outing. He doesn't have that explosive. Remember, we talked about it all year. It's going to be different for Patrick Mahomes now, Skip. It's going to be methodical. They, they got one, they got one busted play, big broken, uh, a broken tackle by Juju. Yep. But for the most part, Skip, it's going to be these 12. We remember Mahomes used to have one, two, three play drives, and Tyreek had the ball going 70 yards into the end zone, yep. piecing people out. Now everything will be 10, 12, 15 plays. Okay, but Kelsey got his. He yes. threw him 10 balls. He caught eight for 108. Juju. That'll work. And Juju got 113 yards. We're yes. five out of five. Right. So, so those will work. The rest of it won't work. No. 
Well, they uh, they didn't run the ball particularly no. well yesterday. Uh, Patrick Patrick was basically a leading rush. He had tw four carries for 21 yards for his average. Mm -hmm. Edward Allaire was 9 to 33. Skip, you got to do better than 18 for 68. Yep. Buffalo had 31 for 125. Whew. That's the balance, kind of the balance that you need. Um, but hey, Buffalo, Buffalo, Skip, Buffalo's gonna be a tough out. We knew Buffalo was gonna be good, and that now that Vaughn has changed the dynamic of that defense. Yes. Way to go, Buffalo. That's all I got to say. Oh, there you go. You mm -hmm. hate them. <laughs> they earned get the their bye week, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. They are off this week seven coming up. Can you believe we're a third of the way through this season? It's just been flying for me personally. All right, guys. I can't wait to dive into this one. Hey, Skip, if Dak had played last night, would your Cowboys have won? That's we'll jump question. into that when I just beat returns on the other <laughs> side of this break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. Dak Prescott warmed up for the Cowboys last night pregame and said, yep, he was healthy enough to play. Mike McCarthy, however, went with the backup Cooper Rush once again. Cooper threw for 181 yards, a touchdown, and one, two, three interceptions. Shannon, would Skip's Cowboys have won last night if Dak had been back at quarterback? Say it again with me, Jen. How many interceptions did Cooper Rush throw? A one, a two, a three. Three interceptions, Skip. Now own it. No, they would not have won last night. But guess what? They wouldn't have lost any other game that Cooper Rush won either. Mm. What is Skip Bayless? It hurt. It hurt. Ugh. Is it my turn? No, it's not. Oh. Why you want to? First of all, I don't even know why you want to talk today. Your Cowboys got obliterated. You should they not got be obliterated. You should not be allowed to say. I, I got to get a new TV. Yeah, you for what? Got beat. Got beat. Wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. Close. Huh? It should have been twenty-six to twenty. He, he tried. Maher to... missed a field goal at the end of you. <laughs> Yeah, 60 yard off. No, when is 54? It's 59, man. 59. Okay, I'll give you that. But it was there. It was just wide right. Skip, you on a mission. Okay, yeah. we could have had an onside kick. I, I'm not saying we would have won then, but we would have won oh, earlier. Oh, Cooper Rush, he getting his best press Scottian on. Mm -hmm. You see what he did? Fall behind 20 nothing, throw for a little cheap yard. 
He couldn't, cheap yards? He couldn't even get cheap yards. At oh. least that with over 350, 400. This man couldn't even break 200 Weren't yards. That's cheap yards, always garbage yards in the fourth quarter? Garbage. What he did was in the third quarter. Garbage. Garbage. Why you fall behind? Look. Would you know, Dak have won the game? I do not. No, I don't believe. I don't believe. I, because I, I believe the way Philly was playing, um, I just thought Philly was the was the better overall team with the way they ran the ball. Now Dallas ran the ball exceptionally well, especially in the third quarter to get themselves back in the ball game. They got went back to their bread and butter and says, "Hold on, let's just stop throwing the ball." Them teeing off on us, and the Eagles started trying to tackle the football instead of tackling the man. And and Dak and Pony Pollard was started getting uh, getting a bunch of yards. No, I just thought uh, the Eagles last night was was played. They played really well. They've been playing all year. They're playing with a certain confidence that they know that. Man, we got a good team. We need A.J. Brown has changed life for that offense because they got a guy, a, short, a sure enough number one that I can get the ball to, mm. and he's going to make it happen. He's either going to run through somebody's skip or he's going to run by somebody. That's what he has. And Devontae, Devontae's just going to make the plays. When the opportunity presents itself, he's going to make his plays. They got two tight ends. Uh, one's, but, Skip, I thought the, the completion of the game changed when Lane Johnson went out. You see when they put that backup tackle in? They say, man, damn, just dropping up Michael Parsons in, in coverage. Let's put his butt on the end of the line of scrimmage and let him pressure the quarterback. And he started doing They started dialing up the pressure. They did a great job of that. But, no, I do not believe I do not believe they would have won this game had Dak played last night. But I don't believe they would have lost any of the games that they won with Cooper Rush had Dak played either. Mm. If Dak Prescott had started that game last night and got thrown into the same bonfire that Cooper Rush got thrown into, it would have been a disaster. It would have been a debacle of a nightmare for Dak Prescott off for five weeks getting thrown back into that. Are you kidding me? It would have been a wipeout of a blowout. We would have had no chance because Dak would have unraveled under that kind of fire. That is the best defense I have seen in pro football. That is the best football team, top to bottom, I have seen in pro football. You like them better than Buffalo? I just do. I I like them top to bottom. Overall, wire to wire, better than Buffalo because their offense is a big green machine of a juggernaut. It is hard to stop because Jalen Hurts is operating it at the highest level, and he's such a slick ball handler that Dallas just couldn't deal with them, and they just started attacking Micah, and, and they toyed with him. Well, they just ran play after option play where, uh, what are you going to do? We got to get him in space, Gil. We got to make do? him think. We just you going to come wanna... and get me or yeah. not? You going to come? Exactly. You, if you want to come get me, come and get me. Yep. Come flying at me with all your speed and power. And, and I'll just flip it, it right to AJ, <laughs> and he'll take off for 15 yards. Right. And they just kept doing it and doing it and tricking him and tricking him and tricking him, and it was hard to watch. They're well-coached. Jalen Hurts, I've told you from the start, he is a dynamic leader who has taught himself to throw the football much better than he used to be able to yeah. throw it back to his days when he got demoted for Tua at Alabama. Mm-hmm. He, he is the leader in the weight room, in the locker room, in the sideline, in the huddle, and in playmaking. He just makes plays. He does. And that drive of theirs that stemmed the tide and receives the momentum, it was 75 yards in 13 plays. It was a thing of beauty because they convert three straight third downs running the football right down our throats. So my point is that Cooper Rush got off to predictably a wild, crazy start in which for a while he unraveled, but he got himself back together. They got themselves back together in ways I don't believe they could have with Dak Prescott. 
Now, that brings me to Dak, and I'm virtually sure, as are you, that he will start against the Lions on Sunday at Jerry World. I do believe that. This but I don't believe he would have started had Cooper Rush won that game last night. That is a fact. <laughs> but now you get Detroit and Chicago at home, which is the perfect re-entry point for Dak Prescott because you should win both these games. You just should. I'm taking off. If they lose on Sunday, I'm taking off. Okay. Because you're going to lose your mind. Okay. I will lose my mind <laughs> because now, over five weeks' time, I've never seen anything like this phenomenon. But Dak got way better than I think he is over the five weeks. He turned into some combination of Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, with a little Brady tossed into the middle of it. And somehow he's way better than I can remember because the last time I remember Dak playing was against Tampa Bay, opening night, Jerry World, Sunday night football, just like last night. And he went 14 of 29, that's below 50%, for a grand total of 132 yards. And he had a QBR of 19 on a scale of 0 to 100. That's pathetic. Well, what you call him QBR wasn't much better. 32, right? Mm. 32. He, he about doubled it. Double, so, well, double. okay, but the point was, <laughs> Dak was pathetic on opening night, yeah. and he scored a grand total of what? Three points. Remember yeah. that? How, how can I forget that? Okay, let's fast forward backwards, fast backwards, to what happened at the end of last year in the playoff game. Well, wait a second. He threw a pick. They came out completely cold and flat. They got blown out, and, and he had a, a QBR of, what was it, 23? Was it, tw- let me see here, 19? It was uh, 32. Okay, so that was exactly what Cooper Rush okay. had last night. That scale is 0 to 100, and they lost. Right. So then I flash backwards to Denver at home last year, and then at Kansas City, Three field goals. Yeah. And Las Vegas Raiders on Thanksgiving. Disaster. And Arizona at home. What happened, Dak? Okay, it was down the stretch, game after game after game. He's now 6-6 six and six in his last 12. Right. But don't forget this. He's 18-18 and 18 in his last 36 starts. Skip, I believe the 49ers front seven are better than the Eagles front seven, especially the ones that showed up in the playoffs last year. Now, the back end, because Slay is a difference maker. Slay is. is better than anybody that the, that the, uh, the Niners can Bradbury's try flashback to his yeah, promo yeah, level. Yeah, but Bradbury is better against number two receivers, but he still has problems Man, getting hey, his Every footing. time I looked up, he made a play. Slay, Slay, Slay's legit. Slay, Slay is just so smooth. I mean, he just he know, he knows what he doesn't know. He's like, this is where my help is. So I go on in there. I'm going to let the safety tear your head off. But you're not going to get here. Nope. And then he's going to undercut a route. Oh, oh, you better not be late. He's going to jump it. And he did. He got good hands. Yeah. He's going to pick it. He, but, Skip, look, my question to you, do you and, – and, and this is where you and I part ways. Because I believe you think that had Dak played any of these four games that they won without him, you think they would have lost one of these games. You think they would have lost to uh, Cincinnati. Or they would have lost to the Giants. Or they would have lost to the Commanders. Or they would have lost to one of these other teams. I don't believe that. I do. Because everybody – wrote off Dallas as dead after they lost the game to Brady and Dak for whatever weeks it was going to be. Right. And remember, I'd first seen Cooper Rush at Minnesota when all he did was with 51 seconds left, he threw a touchdown pass to Amari Cooper that won the game 20 to 16. It was clutch. And then against Cincinnati, nobody gave him a chance. They were eight and a half point dogs at home. And what did he do in the final minute of the game? He completed three straight passes to set up a walk-off field goal. Nobody really gave him a chance going up to the Giants. 
although nobody knew what the Giants were, and now they're 5-1. Five five and one. One. Does that, that win for Cooper Rush look, look a little better it, now? It does. But, Skip, here's the thing, though. If you look at the games, though, what he's played six, he started, he started five games. Now six. Six games. Yep. And all the games that he's, he won, the defense never gave up more than 17 points. Okay. But the but, one time they give up more than 17, what do he do? Okay, but he responded at the Giants. They fell behind. The sky had fallen on them because Saquon, remember, he busted loose for a 36-yard touchdown. It was 13-6, to and Cooper Rush comes right back with two long drives, a 75-yarder and an 83-yarder, in which he completed 12 of 13 passes right. for 129 yards. And guess what? It's hard to do up there. What happened to Lamar yesterday? And guess what happened? It's hard to do. He put together two drives last night, and he was still behind. So now okay, well, all of a sudden, they, but they fell behind twenty to nothing. Yeah, he, yeah, he was a quarterback while he was falling behind too. Okay. It wasn't Dak. So you will see. You want people to believe that Dak was the quarterback, and Cooper Rush came in okay, to mop up. Okay, look, this is the point. It was miraculous what Cooper Rush did in those first four starts. He saved the season. Even you would have to, uh, to allow. He saved the season. Skip. It was incredible. Skip. He was terrible. He was terrible. How and did, I, and, as I, and I told about? you before, masking, winning, masked a lot of problems. Well, he won. Because the guy threw no touchdowns that had 100 yards, and you had pom-poms on like, yeah, yeah, there, with a big old no, sign saying loud. There, there's no problems to mask. Yes. He was winning the game. He you, was doing everything he had to do Your to quarterback win the game. is average. That's mm. what it was masking. Your defense was playing lights out what, football. Wait, wait a second. What have you called Dak Prescott? No better than average. Middle of the pack, Dak. Okay. Average is right here. Here's Dak right there. Cooper Rush over here. Okay. So do I trust Dak going forward? I yes, need to see do. it. I, I expect the bar to be raised for Dak Prescott. Yeah. I expect him now to live up to $100 million guaranteed dollars. <laughs> he has not lived up to. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Six and six yeah. in your last 12 starts. Cooper Rush is four and one this year. Dak, Dak is not Josh Allen. He's not Mahomes. Mm. He's not one of those guys. So once you... So we're going to take it up a level now? You can take it up, but I'm saying, you're asking him to be something that he's not. I, I'm just asking him to beat the Lions and the Bears. Well, oh, I mean, my. Well, well, he, if, if, well, first of all, you should be able to beat the Lions and the Bears with defense. Okay. I, Cooper Rush would beat the Lions I, and the I, Bears, so he better. I feel, I feel, he better. I, I, feel, I feel sorry for Justin Fields with the Bears because if they can't block, they can't block anybody. Okay. And then we're going to find out some more about Dak because after a bye week, then Dak gets to go up and play Aaron Rodgers. They're they, really struggling. Yeah, they're struggling. Right? Okay. And then he has to go play Kirk Cousins. At, at Minnesota, where guess who won last year? Oh, wait. Cooper Rush won at Minnesota on they, Sunday they Night Football. And Ju they, uh, Justin Jefferson balling out of his oh, mind. Okay. Well, here we go. So I need Dak to take it up a whole nother level. And if he does, I'm happy. Love it. Then, then you got me. Da, 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 yeah, da, da. And I'll be happy. Happy camper. Yep. Fly, Eagles, fly. Cry, Cowboys, cry. I don't know if you looked at their schedule. Dak is back. Have you looked at the Eagles' schedule? I told you but going into the year is the easiest. Who told you the whole offseason the Eagles are better than the Cowboys? Who told you that a thousand times? And who laughed at me from across the <laughs> No, Dallas is going to run away with that division, said the Hall of Famer. And apparently he's given up on that opinion. No, let me see. Yeah. What kind of Eagles jersey? Hey, mm. Slay, I need a jersey. Yeah. AJ Brown, I need a jersey. Do you? Yep. 
Slay Slade CD. <laughs> I, I keep telling you that. You keep coming out here. You disappointed every week. I'm disappointed in CD. Skip for five straight weeks. You said I'm disappointed in CD. Cooper he let Rush me down. did this throwing to two rookies at tight end. That's what he just pulled off. You give him no credit. It's incredible. He did it with a rookie left tackle. It's See? incredible. Man had 10 targets. Ooh. How many catches did he have, Skip? He got CD five. Dale. Yeah. You every 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 Monday you come out here telling me how disappointed you are in him. Mm -hmm. When are you gonna say you please? Remember that him? big drop at the Giants with Cooper <laughs> Rush said, "No, I still got you. No. Oh, I'll do this." Well, mm -hmm. gentlemen, I'll say this: Dak does still have tape on his thumb, but he says it's just for comfort and it's comfort. working. No, he, he plans to practice all week as long You're as on, he gets Dak. the okay from the doctor. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm watching. He don't need any more pressure. All right, yeah. guys, was Tom Brady too distracted oh. ahead of the trip to Pittsburgh? It really is a valid Ooh. question. We're going to dive into that when Undisputed returns. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So you're going to go first on this okay. because the issue became the overriding issue at Pittsburgh yesterday was the news that Tom Brady on Friday night opted to go all the way to New York to attend what was actually a wedding party because nobody really you know knew that Mr. Kraft had already gotten got married, but they announced their marriage at a wedding sort of party. Right. It was it was a, supposed to be a pre-party. Right. So it wasn't in the beginning that big a deal it's possible tom brady knew already that they were right. they were married but he went which required him to stay over in new york and fly on his own to pittsburgh the next day to meet the team instead of flying back to tampa and flying with the team which is a ritual that most players in my time in your time you just that's what you did yes you got to fly with your teammates to the game i don't know if you ever had some personal no issue. no 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 um one time in uh in um uh, baltimore we played tampa in tampa and my grandmother was in the hospital and i ended up flying i stayed overnight and i flew back that was the only time that i would have done but it had to be something dire i'm not mike shanahan ain't letting me go to no wedding that is my best friend, Daryl McCormick, Bucket, got mm -hmm. married. Homeboy, I'm getting married, okay? I seen you give. <laughs> it was in August. Oh, in August? In August. During camp. Training camp. No, no, no. Okay. I wasn't going during the season. I wasn't going during training camp. Because, it, because here's the thing, Skip. When you look at it as a teammate, and I get that certain players, obviously John and TD, even Cajun to a lesser degree myself, had certain privileges. But leaving, going to a wedding... Bro, I'm going to be looking at John sideways. I'm going to be looking at TD sideways. I know damn well you just didn't leave us to go to some wedding. So how much do you believe that impacted the team, and how much did it have to do as an underlying factor in the loss that they shockingly suffered yesterday at Pittsburgh? Let me tell you how I'm looking at it, Skip. I don't know how much it played into the loss, but I'm looking at it. Damn, how much has Brady invested? Could, would, would Brady have done this if he was in New England? For those 20 years, do you believe, do you believe Brady would have done that? Because we knew he was 1,000% invested mm. all the way. 
So, Skip, now, I'm, now as a teammate, and I know Bray, he's great, and I'm, I would never deny him his great greatness and his rightful place atop of the mantle. But, Skip, I got to question some of the things that's going on. How invested is he? Because I see, hold on, okay, you went to a wedding, and now we got walkthroughs on Saturday that you don't show up for. Yep. So I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking like, damn, I mean, the, uh, and it shows, in, I mean, you look at Skip, the fewest points he scored through six games in his career, the fewest touchdown passes and yards per attempt since 2013, and the lowest QBR since its inception, I think, what, 2006. So something, I don't know what it is, something is not jiving, something is not adding up. Okay. But my biggest thing is, Skip, I'm, I would be questioning just how much Tom Brady and how much is the situation weighing on him. He looks like a man that has something on his mind. Yes, he's 45, but hell, he knew he was going to be 45 at the start of the season. Okay, you could be right about all the above. I was watching live on Fox after the Brady game ended, and I saw Sean Payton criticize Tom Brady for not flying with the team, and our man Terry Bradshaw strongly echoed those emotions. I am with that. But here are all the issues involved. Remember, several Patriots did also go to the wedding party. It was David Andrews, Devin McCourty, and Matthew Slater. Well, they went because it's their own. Is that right? Okay, if it were a Glazer getting married or whatever the situation would be, you, you could sort of accept it because maybe a number of bucks would have gone to right. the wedding party. And Skip, if it's in Miami, okay, you're in Tampa, you, you can jet down to Miami, you back. Okay, so here's the, the, the issue of logistics for me is once you decide to go to the party, which, which it, I'm shocked Tom decided to go, Correct. even though he loves Mr. Kraft yeah. like a second a father, father right? I agree. But it's the season. It's Pittsburgh. It's a game that obviously they didn't take seriously enough, but it's a game if you blow it, you're going to fall to three and three. How serious are you about this? And you know, Skip, you know how this works. Remember, winning masks a lot. Had they won this game, Tom no. Brady going to the wedding wouldn't even be the top. No. We'd have never even mentioned it. But when you lose, and they say you learn more from a loss than you do in a win, okay. I believe you do. All right, so logistically, I, I can't fault Tom because once you decide to go to the party, it's kind of hard if you're going to stay up pretty late on Friday night. I don't know, Elton John played, yeah. and, and who else? Uh, oh, Meek Mill was yeah. there. Right. Meek Mill and right. Ed Sheeran, they're, they're a bunch of celebrities. So they're all going to play right. into the evening, and it's going to go until, what, 2 o'clock? Right. Okay. Well, if you have a private jet waiting for you, are you going to fly all the way back to Tampa? What's it, three hours maybe, two Easy. and a half, two and a maybe half? Maybe a little bit. Probably about three. Okay, three about, about three hours. So you fly all the way back to Tampa. Usually on Saturday, uh, certainly for an early game at Pittsburgh that yeah. would have kicked at 1 o'clock yesterday. Yeah. When I used to fly with the Cowboys, they would leave at 10 a.m. on su- uh, Saturday before Sunday right. game. Is that about? We are. Uh, I, I would leave it uh, standard, 3.30. We left 3.30. That, that late? 3.30, yep. Even for a 1 o'clock kickoff? Yep. Wow. We didn't have a whole lot of 1 o'clock kickoff, Skip. Flying all the way back east, uh, Buffalo. We played Buffalo, uh, a 1 o'clock game. And, hell, we didn't end up leaving until, like, 7 o'clock because we got caught in a snowstorm. But mm-hmm. for the most part, when we flew back east, we played Baltimore, Skip. It was a night game or it was a late afternoon game. Okay. Well, all um, I know is on the Jimmy Johnson flights, we would leave at 10 sharp. And if you didn't make it, you didn't make it. Oh, yeah, the yeah. door was going to close yeah. without you. Yeah. So the point is, I don't know exactly when they were going to take off. But my problem is, once you go, well, then it makes a lot more sense to get better sleep and just, just go stay. to Pittsburgh. Right. Right? Exactly. Because exactly. The, fl- the private flight from Teterboro, wherever he's going to fly from in New Jersey, 
to Pittsburgh is an hour and a half, maybe right. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. So the point is, I was shocked that Tom went, Mr. Kraft or no Mr. Kraft, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. because it comes across to your teammates as a semi-retirement move. It comes across as, as I, I'm now enjoying life kind of move. I'm not taking football as seriously as I used to take and, it. Skip, because the way guys look at it, anything that you do outside of the or, or your ordinary routine, people like, man, Tom would have never done that in New England. When Tom first got to Tampa, I mean, he would have done it. It, if it were Mr. Kraft, right, 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 but, right, but, but, but for anybody else, like a friend of his, yeah, or you're something? not like you're not doing on the coach Belichick. You ain't taking no no private jet going nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, like I said, if it's your owner and from Boston to New York, hey, what's that? Okay, but, but as a New England Patriot, if let's just I don't know, I'm off the top of my head. One of his sisters had gotten married on a Friday night. It, during the football season, Tom's saying, "I'm sorry, I can't make it." No, nah, you have to, you, 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 but you plan accordingly. You yeah, might, you got to plan it around. You, 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 you plan, you plan the wedding around. If Tom's you want me schedule. to be there, do it in March, exactly. right? Okay, exactly. do it in April. Skip, yeah. you remember um, uh, Caruso? Yep, his sister got married, but they mm -hmm. were in the bubble. He would have had to break quarantine. Either no, no, babe, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. I ain't gonna be able to do Caruso, it. Yeah. Alex Caruso. So I, I, that, that's how it looks, Skip. It just looks bad that. And it's not like we're not playing well. We know Skip Tampa, the Bucks know they're not playing they well. They have not played on well. On either side of the football no. lately. And so you like, Tom, you going to. Okay, they did beat Atlanta, which now starts to loom fairly large. But go ahead. But Skip, I mean, if you think about they it. They have not played well. The they, whole scored, year. they scored yep. 12 points. They scored yep. 18 points. They scored 19 points. They scored 31 in the loss. So they, they're not scoring. They're not as precise as They're we not. thought they would be. Agreed. And, and so I, if I'm a team, I'm like, well, Tom, bro, we get it. You're not here Wednesday. Got no problem with Wednesday, Skip, because a lot of the vets, hey, get a guy an extra day off, let him recover. But, bro, you already, I mean, guys are probably looking at you like, damn, where Tom? Where's Tom? That, that is correct, because I've flown on a bunch of those flights, and when the doors closed and somebody had missed... You know, just, exactly, whoosh, you know just, exactly who it is. It's like a wildfire <laughs> through the, the plane. You know who it was, and everybody's you know, buzzing about yeah. it for the next three hours. Yeah. So I always laugh, because somebody, first of all, that's a very expensive trip, yep. because you have to pay for your own to get yep. there, and out of your pocket, and Mike, Mike gonna tax you. That is correct. <laughs> so here's the punchline to this and the bottom line to this. There's a football coach in New England who coaches under Mr. Kraft. Right. He did he, not go. Bill Belichick did not attend on Friday night because I'm sure he told Mr. Kraft, I'm sorry, I got a game to yes. prepare for. Yeah. I can't risk doing this. And that's the thing, Skip, you got to respect about him. The grind is the grind. It does not stop whether I got Tom Brady or I got Bailey Zappi, who's playing unbelievable. He is. <laughs> and, I'm going to start calling him Brady Zappi. How about that? <laughs> he, he's playing unbelievable. But, that just, but, but, Skip, there's no – I don't think you would ever question. The one time we did question, Skip, we remember in the Super Bowl when he showed up to the Minnesota – we're like, man, Coach Belichick ain't never been out on a Super Bowl night, week night. He went to an NBA he game. To, I'm like, wow. Tom, I mean, it just – it's it's not, it's not a good look. Nope. It's not a good look for Tom to 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 leave his team, especially when they're not playing as well. And guys, I don't care what they won't tell. You, everybody gonna say, "Oh no, we cool with it." They're questioning Tom's commitment to this thing this year, Skip. For once, I agree. I cannot defend Tom Brady on this one. I believe it sent a resounding message through the team. I think it did not help them take this game at Pittsburgh as seriously as it deserved to be taken. 
because th they were wounded tigers, man. Right. They were they were going to come out scratching and clawing for Mike Tomlin right. yesterday. And even though Todd Bowles said after the game that Tom missed zero of, of the prep, of, you know, all the practice time, but he did miss a walkthrough. Right. And I don't care if it means nothing. It means something psychologically. Uh, our quarterback's not here. Mm -hmm. well, why? Oh, oh. Oh, he went to a party yeah. last night. Really? Yeah. In New York, he went well, to guy, a party. Guys, I mean, it needs to be something significant that you're missing. And I don't think the guys think that, Mr. Hey, Mr. Kraft, congratulations on getting remarried. But I don't think your teammates think that's of, some, of grave importance that yep. you needed to be there for. Yep. No, I got you. So do we have Jen back yet? I don't know. Oh, here we go. We do. Hi, Jen. You're stuck Welcome with back. me again, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Belichick said he thought about going to the wedding, but he talked with Kraft about it, and they both decided it was a better idea for him not to, to prep. And, of course, the Patriots ended up beating the Browns. They won. Breaks off the Browns. Yep. All right. Back to your Cowboys, Skip. If they have a healthy Dak Prescott, do they win the NFC East? That's coming so? up on the other side of this break here on Undisputed. <laughs> to return this week against the Lions after saying he could have played in the Cowboys' 26-17 loss to the Eagles last night. Dallas currently third in the NFC East behind Philly and the New York Giants. Who'd have thunk that? Shannon, with Dak back, could you see the Cowboys rising above the Giants and the Eagles to win the East? I don't see it. They're two games back, Skip. Um, and A.J. Brown has been a huge addition. Um, they have one of the best offensive lines in football. They're very talented roster from top to bottom, offense, defense, special teams. They're very sound. Skip their next eight games. Um, they play Dallas again, but they're home at the Philly. Steelers. Philly, Philly. Philly, Philly. Yeah. Philly plays, at, plays Dallas again at mm -hmm. Dallas. Yeah. They're home versus the Steelers yeah. at the Texans, home versus the Commanders mm -hmm. at the Colts, home versus Green Bay, Tennessee, at Giants, at Bears. They could easily, before they get Giants, before they get to the Giants, Skip, they could prob probably one, two, three, four, five, six. They probably could be, what, 12 and 0? Okay, I predicted before the year, you won't remember this, but I said Philly will start out 10 and 0. <laughs> but but I'm I'm going way out there, and now you're going out to 12. Yeah, they can, I think they can be, I think they can, um, obviously it's one game at a time, you know, hey, anything can happen. But they look really good. Uh, and I, I don't, how does, how does the Cowboys make up three games? I don't see three teams on their schedule right now that can currently beat them. Now, obviously, injury, all bets are off. Um, but Dallas has done a great job. Cooper Rush has done a great job of filling in, keeping them within striking distance of not only possibly winning the division, Skip, but he's kept, kept them in playoff contention. Yep. They, could eat, they could possibly get three teams in this, uh, out of this division into the playoffs. They're seven teams. You're four division winners and then three wild cards. Okay, so the big question is, are the New York football giants legit? Are they real or imagined? Man. Are they really five and one? Are they, are they bona fide? Are they Skip, genuine? Skip, I don't know really how to take the Ravens because I saw them blow a 21-point lead, a 17-point lead, and now a 10-point lead. They've lost three games, and three of them, they've had double-digit double leads in all three of those. Um, I'm going to give the Giants some credit because they find a way to hang around and win these ball games. Wink Martindale did a great job. Hey, he was unafraid to blitz Lamar. He's like, I'm coming to get you. But I'm gonna say no. I'm a, I don't believe they can catch. I don't believe they can catch him for the division. Philly. Philly. I don't believe. I don't what believe about the, the Giants. I don't think the no no. I don't think the Giants. I don't think the Giants. Are, I, I think this is the Eagles' division to lose. Mm. 
Okay, my turn. And, and I'm still drained from last night. I'm battered from last night. I told you I don't think I'll ever recover from last night. But I'm here to tell you, maybe because I'm so far <laughs> down, I don't love my team this morning. I don't love it. I love the schedule they're about to play because it's pretty easy. You don't love them to win a division or even make the wild card? There, there's no way they're going to catch four. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm not convinced they're going to be a playoff team, even though the schedule screams playoff team just by default. But here, here's what gets me. that They are now on course once again to become the most penalized team in pro football. It's hard to overcome that because without Amari – in the receiving core, I told you going in, Pro Football Focus graded them the 28th best receiving core through the first five games. Well, they didn't get upgraded last night. They did not get upgraded. <laughs> they did, in fact, they may have fallen last night. Just on the, the, the we're talking about the, the mostly the wide receiver yes. part, right? Yes, yes, he, He's Cooper Rush is throwing to two kids, two rookie tight ends. One of them a draft pick, the other one undrafted out of Wisconsin and Indiana. That, that's all you got? And I'm, I'm in with you. I'm, I'm, I'm giving in to you on CD Dam, as you call him. He was CD Dam last night because I'm sorry, I'm not seeing a rage to win, to dominate. I, I see the ability. I see the explosion. I see the talent. I don't see the intangible. I, I don't see the driving force yeah, in I need him. To, I need to see fire more often than what I see. Eskip. Fire. I, I need to see fire. And, and what just, what just, tore my guts out was the, the pivotal point in that game last night. I don't care what you say. It comes down to the play. It's 5.03 left in the game. Still got a chance. You're down 26 to 17. It's second and eight at the 40-yard line. The rookie left tackle whiffs Brandon Graham. He comes completely free, just full speed ahead. And, and he hits my quarterback right in the mouth. I thought he hit him literally in the mouth, up under the chin. And the ball flutters because he couldn't follow through. And CD just, he, he just, just waved at it. Me, just, hey, just, it just, down. just stop and make a play yeah. for the football. But you're going to have to run into somebody. There's going to be a collision. And you gave up because you said, oh, CD damn said, damn, it's not coming <laughs> to me. You know, it's, it's a flutter ball. And I was open. And you half-hearted finished your route. When I, if, if you got, look, Shannon Sharp, he stops and fights. Yeah. He, he's going to fight Sh for the football. You have to have a rage. Actually, Shannon Sharp got knocked down on a play like okay. that. John threw a, threw a seam yeah. in the middle of the field, and the safety was standing, and I saw him. And I went and he hit me right up under the chin. You were out? I was, I was yeah. out, well, yeah. there you go. But he didn't get no interception. Okay. You, you have to stand and fight. Yeah. You, you, you know, had plenty you know of time. The ball's floating. You yeah. just pull up. You, if you have to pivot and wheel on it, yeah. you just fight with mm -hmm. it because you're bigger than, yeah. than Gardner Johnson. You're just yeah. bigger. You're, you're two, three inches taller. You're more physical. You can just go up and, and fight him for it. Right. And at the very least, you can knock the ball down. You, you have to try to save your backup quarterback right. from a play that basically ended the game, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So I, I got that. And then I, I got to show again. This is just part and parcel of my problem with Mike McPenalty. He... he <laughs> He coaches the most undisciplined team yeah. in pro football. And it's the first play of, of the game for me. It's first and 10 at the 35. And Cooper Rush, believe it or not, hit Jake Ferguson, the rookie out of Wisconsin, for a 13-yard game. And watch, watch C.D. Dam. Watch C.D. Dam. He comes from nowhere and just shoves him down. And it's just huh. not worth it. It's not. He almost got run over exactly. himself. 
you know, it's not worth it. it it's a, not a smart play. And you're not known as a blocking wide receiver, no, so now no. all of a sudden you it's, want to block it's, in the back. It's, it's just so bad because it's it's unnecessary, and it's right at the point of attack right. where, where you're just going to get a flag. Dude, the back, Come the, the, on. The, 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 the five judges right looking there. right at you. And, and it negates a play. It would have gotten you first and 10 out at about the 50-yard line. Right. Well, it's nothing to nothing. You don't think that gives them a little bit yeah. of confidence, a little bit of momentum where right. they say, okay, maybe we can play right. with these. Maybe we can stop the buzzsaw from right. buzzing us right in two. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so then I got to show the Dante Fowler play because I, I, I'll regret it the rest of my life. So it's fourth and four at the 10-yard line, and they're clearly trying to jump – get you to jump off yeah. sides because the clock's winding down at the end of the quarter. And they're trying to get you to jump, and he steps across the line. And, and Sirianni's over there saying, yeah, we got him. Yeah, yeah you got yeah. us. Good. Okay. And I like Dante Fowler. He's made a lot of little big plays for the team. But you can't do that. It's, it's poorly play, coached. You're trying to play you know, hero ball in that situation. Hey, you, you know exactly what they're doing because yeah. they run to the line of scrimmage right. like, oh, we're going we're gonna to go fourth and four. You're not going to go. It's fourth and fourth to ten. Yeah. You're going to take the field goal as the second quarter starts. Right. And instead – you gave them a touchdown. Well, it's four points in, in a game that you'd like to think would be nip-tucked to the end. You can't survive it. So all of a sudden, I'm, I'm doubting my receiver. I'm doubting my head coach because then CD finally made one play where he slams the ball across right. the – the first down line, and Mike McCarthy doesn't challenge. And I don't know why, because he gets lost during the game. It's, it's, a, it's a play that, that begged a cha- it, it demanded a challenge. Yep, we were talking about it just last week when it came up for Coach of the Year. Yeah. I said, so what Coach play, of the Year? What, 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 what call, what play has he done? Like, has he, he challenged done? the call. I don't know what he does. He's done something that says, okay, yeah, I think so. No, no. And, that, and that's the very reason. We can go back three or four occasions where he should have challenged he probably would have won, but because he left it go unchallenged, now all of a sudden you punt the ball, you know. It's just, no, I don't think. Yeah, but they skip, this is a very undisciplined team. It's just you can't, get 10, you can't get 10 penalties, 11 penalties, 12 penalties every game and keep overcoming that because as, as the teams increase, as the teams get better, you, you do yourself a huge disservice by putting yourself behind the eight ball, getting these penalties. Yeah. They, and they should have got another one because uh, 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 it is a penalty. Tony Pollard, Pollard hit somebody the in the back. It's just silly. It's just, it should have been another one. They threw that was the, the back only... and then picked up and said, no, it's well, What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It was the only break we got all night. It's the only thing that went our way. So in, in the big picture, I look at the schedule and I say, yeah, we should be okay. And listen, I agree. Dak should take it up a level from right. Cooper Rush. Willie, I haven't seen it for a long, long time. He better. Okay? Hey, but, look, hey, but, but, you skip, you, but you look at it. Look at the NFC West. The NFC West is not what we thought it was going to no. be. The NFC South is only going to get one team. And the North, the, the, what we thought the Packers, now it looks like Minnesota might be the only team that's coming up out there, and that's the division winners. Okay, I got it. But – you get two fairly winnable, easy games for Dak to ease back into the flow. Okay, so I got you. We, we better beat the Lions. We better beat the Bears at home, and we get a week off to get ready to go to Green Bay, which doesn't look like Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers looks like, man, you talk about happy feet. He, he's lost his nerve in the pocket. I know he's dealing with some thumb injury, but he just lost his nerve. Well, he better call Joe Rogan and get some ivermectin. What, no, you got to be in another batch of that because it worked that, for him last year. He needs ayahuasca, right? <laughs> he needs something. I think he needs that. But then, <laughs> it, th- then they go to Minnesota. That's going to be tough. But then the big game, 
all of a sudden, weirdly, becomes the Giants on Thanksgiving when we oh, have stunk yeah. for Thanksgivings on end. Yeah, you, that you one bet. last year took two years off my life. Yeah. So now, all of a sudden, it's Giants maybe for a lot of marbles. Not yeah. for all the marbles, but maybe maybe for, like, wild card marbles yeah. on that one. Then they get Indy on a Sunday night at home, should win. Then the Texans, they should win at Jacksonville. Is it winnable? Well, sure it is. Then here come the Eagles, Christmas Eve. Do we have a big present in store for them? I don't know. Right now, we're just not as good as <laughs> right. they are. And then here we go at Tennessee on a Thursday night. I, I don't know. They'll Short week. It'll be tough. It'll be tough. Mm-hmm. Then at Washington is always tough. Dak played horrible there last year. But that's what – look, look, would I be shocked if you play up to what I thought you were before the year – you could easily win nine of the last ten games. You could. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. And that'd make you 13-3, and three and you'd be a playoff right. team. You might not catch Philly, but you'd right. be 13-3, and three, right? Yep. But, but, again, I don't trust the coach. I don't – without Dalton Schultz, remember, Jack's uh, going to come back. That was his security blanket, yeah. Dalton yeah. Schultz. Now, I don't know if he's done for the year, but he's got a serious knee injury. Right. And I think the thing is, Skip, is that Cooper Rush doesn't like – I mean, he threw to the tight ends more last night than he did at any point in time. Yeah. But he doesn't have the relationship with them like he has with Noah Brown because mm-hmm. Noah Brown worked with him on the scout he team, did. and these guys just got there. Just so got there. That's, that, that, that's something that you can build on, Skip. But I, I think I don't think they can catch the Eagles because I think the Eagles are a really, really good football team. And I like the way Sirianni – I didn't know – I didn't think he was the right guy for the job. Yeah. But he's done an unbelievable right, and job. And final quick point. I've told you from the start, this team will go as far as Micah and the defense yeah. carries it. You can run on my defense. You can run at Micah. Well, the blueprint's out there. Right. So can you fix that? Well, that's what you have to do against the team that gets. Can you scheme that? Skip a team that wants to go get the quarterback. You yeah. you got to run the ball on them. You got you got to make them think about something other than jumping off the ball, attacking your quarterback. That is true. Here we go. Well, gentlemen, to the point about there being a lot of opportunity, there are only four teams in the NFC above 500 right See? now. Can you believe that? It's crazy. Giants, Eagles, Vikings, and Cowboys. Everybody else is 500 or below. So plenty of opportunity for the taking. Coming up next here on Undisputed, why did Robbie Anderson get kicked out of the games against the Rams yesterday? Speaking of crazy, we're going to get you the very latest in just a second. Panthers interim head coach Steve Wilk kicked Robbie Anderson out of the game yesterday late in the third after the receiver got into a heated argument with position coach Joe Daly. Anderson said after he had no idea why he was sent to the locker room. Panthers lost to the Rams 24 to 10. Shannon, what's your reaction? I mean, Wilk made the right call. Just go on and check it in. Um, first of all, Robbie Anderson is not a good enough player to behave like that on the sideline. If he was giving you eight, nine catches a game, buck, touchdown, mm. end of the season, he's going to have 115 catches, 12, 1,300 yards, eight, nine, 15 touchdowns. Okay, you, you, you know, you probably could accept some of that. But at what he's giving you right now, last year he had 53 catches. Right now he has 13 catches in six games. He played for Matt Rule at Temple. No, you can't behave in that, man. I, I, don't, I don't get why he went back at – first of all, I don't even get why he was arguing with the uh, uh, position, coach, position coach to yeah. begin with. Uh, he said something about, you know, he wanted to be in the game and they told him to get out of the game. Okay, it happened. Maybe you weren't in the personnel grouping. Hell, I had to come out there with some personnel groupings I wasn't in, so I go to the sideline. It was like, man, come on, man, why y'all taking me out? But come on, man, hey. 
it's, it's not that big of a deal. Look, I get it. And, and sometimes, the only time I've had a problem, I got upset. But I, what I did is I handled it once the game was over. And I just went to him, Skip. We was, I'll never forget it. We was in Kansas City. And we had a, uh, we was a, a single tight end. And then I see Chamberlain come in, so I know we're going to two tight end. We're going to uh, Tiger personnel. And I'm always the Tiger, no matter who it is. They say, Shannon, go to Y. Mm. Go to Y. Call Y stick, you lucky. Now, the, y, the stick route, Skip, is the dummy route. Mm. I'm cleared it out, so the lucky, lucky got two-way option. Yeah. After the game, I just went to Coop and said, hey, cool. They don't pinch it for Barry Bonds. Your offense coordinator. coordinator. Mm-hmm. I said, cool, they don't pinch it for Barry Bonds. Okay. Except for the day. Well, well, he was probably thinking the same thing, <laughs> except he's not Shannon Sharp. No, no. Okay. No, no, no man. I'm mad up a seven-time Pro Bowl and four-time first-team All-Pro. Bro, you coming in and you going to put me on a decoy route? Come on now. So that's the way I handle it. But Skip, I, I get guys like, man, you don't motion. I've never, and I, and I love to win because I know how much time I invested in trying to win and what I ate and how I live. Yep. Skip, I ain't never got to upset. I'm, I'm going to walk up on my, bro, we can address. First of all, I know cameras are everywhere. We can address this like men. You a man, I'm a man. I respect you. You respect me. Come Monday morning, we're going to talk about it. It says, okay, how do we get on the same page so this doesn't happen again? Yep. But I don't, I don't know what the hell Robbie Anderson thinking. But Skip, if you trade the guy, okay, somebody takes on the five hundred seventy-five million, but five hundred seventy-five thousand. Yeah. They restructured his contract. He gonna have twenty million dollars in dead money this year next. At Carolina. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I don't know what the hell they were thinking to give him a contract. That's not here nor there. He had but- a couple of monster years by his standards. For the Jets. Yes, yes. And he parlayed that into a big contract and then they restructured it. Yep. But uh, like, like Will said, like, uh, look, this is all about the team. Nobody's bigger than the team. And Robbie Anderson, you're definitely not big enough, good enough to behave in this manner. Now, I don't know what was said, what got him so upset. I don't know what Joe Daly said back to him. But, bro, y'all, y'all this, this could have been handled a lot, a lot smoother than what it was handled yesterday. Your first point. I vehemently agree with Steve Wilkes did the right thing. He is the new sheriff in that town. I don't know how long the sheriff is going to last. Because oh, he'll last the rest of the year. He'll okay. last the no, I know that, but yeah. after. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're the not, year, they're not. not sure. But the point was Matt Rule went along with most of Robbie Anderson's moods and, and issues and foibles. And Steve Wilkes just said, no, no, I've seen enough. No. You're, you're done. He pouted a little bit. He got into it. And, and I get he was upset. It was a key third down. And for whatever reason, he wasn't in that position. Right. Group. And all of a sudden, he's sitting by himself on the sideline after he, he got into it with, the, with Joe Daly. And then the next thing you know, he's on the exercise bike and he's making, he's, he's making a circus out of it. Yeah. And, and Steve Wilkes is like, no, I, I don't play this. Maybe Matt would let you go because he coached him at Temple. And Correct. he said, I know him. I can figure him out. I also think Matt Rule looks at Robbie Anderson at, the way I do. In the end, I'm, I don't know Robbie Anderson, but I've, I've followed him closely from a distance. I, I actually think his heart is in the right place, but his head isn't always in the mm-hmm. right place. But I think his heart is a good heart. He went through those issues in New York after his breakout year. He got arrested one night and had to spend a whole night in Broward County Jail. Mm-hmm. And ESPN reported he had he, he was charged with traffic-related violations on 10 different occasions, most of them speeding. Well, you've been there, mm-hmm. I've been there, but not 10 not times. Not 10 times, hell no, no. Not 10 times. One time it was 105, you've been there. Been there. I, I know that feeling. <laughs> I, I got it. Unfortunately, I haven't had that, knock on wood, but I've had my share. 
And yet the point is, he seemed to rise above all that. Mm -hmm. He had a couple of big breakout years. I'll never forget that 92-yarder he caught from Sam Darnold that basically beat my Cowboys in the game you were at Denver yep. rooting against, I right? Was, it was I like was. the third game of the year. Yep. Amari Cooper disappeared as usual on the road. But the point is, to Robbie's credit, he stayed and he said, I'm going to talk to the media because I, I didn't talk enough to the media when I went through my arrest situations. Right which he got cleared of, all, right. all things considered. But the, the point is, he stayed yesterday to say, hey, I just wanted to go back in the game. So he tried, and he said, I'm going to sit down with Coach Wilkes, and we're going to try to figure this out. And Coach Wilkes said he will, as you said, sit down and try to figure this yeah. out. But in, in the end, I didn't love it when he did the, the two-letter tweet when, about Baker Mayfield. No, remember that? <laughs> I, I think he did, as I recall, reach out to try to come on the show to, right. to talk about it right. and say whatever. I don't know exactly how he was going to defend right. himself, and it didn't click for us. Right. But I, I do think he's trying to be the best he can be. Right. But it, it, the, the problem is you have to grow up and grow out of, right. of that childish behavior, which your new sheriff in town is not going to accept. Yeah, there have been a lot of times, like I said, there are certain personnel groupings. We used to have a personnel grouping and, and uh, 20 personnel, yep. which was three wide receivers and two backs. Yep. And I was like, why the hell I ain't in there? I'm the best wide receiver. I get I'm not a wide receiver by, you know, by title, but I should be. I was like, I'm like, he's like, well, get in there. But for the longest time, for like three or four games, Skip, I wasn't in on that personnel group. Okay, fine. But I'm not, man, hey, man, you know who I am. But... <laughs> okay, on, and bro. remember, his name has been bandied about on trade rumors yeah. all week long leading up to this. So I'm sure he's thinking. What am I getting, though, Skip? Okay. 13 catches? Okay. I, I got it. But I, I'm sure his attitude was, well, if you don't want me, just get me out of here, right? And the poach said, okay, well, go, go on out of here. Yeah, go, go, right go, on go, to, yeah, go to the room. shower. And I will not be surprised if he does get traded. He but might get cut. He might get cut. He just well might get cut. That's the, the, Skip, you find out a lot about your personnel yep. when you're losing. I agree. Because everybody's hungry. Everybody going to show up early when you win. Ooh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. You learn a lot about your team when you're going through a hard time when you're losing ball games. Yeah. You'll find out who really wants to be there, yep. who really wants to put it on the line week in and week out. Trust just, me, I, I've been there. I got it. But I don't think this is an A-B kind of situation. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 okay. no, no, no. Panthers fans certainly are hoping the drama can be settled quickly, guys. The Bucks come calling this Sunday oh. for the Panthers. That matchup's coming up on the know. NFL on Fox. I'm about to get right and on coming that. up for us know. was Friday, one of the last times we're going to see Russell Westbrook in a Lakers what? uniform. What you don't want to miss this discussion. Skip and Shannon dive in <laughs> up next. Russell Westbrook left the Lakers preseason game in the first quarter with a hamstring injury Friday night. Still not clear exactly how he suffered the injury. Coach Darvin Ham says Westbrook told him he thinks he'll be okay. Westbrook came off the bench in that 133-86 loss to the Kings. Ham called that, quote, not a demotion, but a realignment. Hmm. Shannon, how is all this going to play out? Skip, I think, look, the Lakers want Russ to come off the bench. Wanting to run with the shock troops in the second unit. He can be more free. He'll have the ball with um, little, to, in a, little to no interference with LeBron and AD on the court. So that's what they want. Now, the hamstring injury gives them a cover 
to bring him along slowly mm-hmm. and then bring him off the bench when he if, when he returns. Yeah. You see how they did that, Skip? Hamstring, you know, we got to bring him along slowly. We don't want him to exert too much, you know. Oh, so you think they're complicit nah, nah, in nah, nah, the nah, quote-unquote hamstring? He got hamstring, hamstring, a little tight, mm-hmm. a little tight. Ain't no okay. telling when that thing going to be okay. gonna be 100% healthy. And to bring him along. The question is, if Russ, Russ is willing to accept this role, um, if he's not, then he's going to be a problem, not publicly, behind the scenes. I think that's where he'll cause the commotion. I'm better than this. Y'all know my resume. MVP, all-star MVP, all-NBA type player, one of the 75 greatest players in NBA history, uh, and to be coming off the bench. But a lot of the greats, uh, eventually, as they got older, came off the bench. Kevin McHale started his career coming off the bench. Uh, Bill Walton was an MVP, finals MVP, that ended up coming off the bench. So a lot of great players, Bob McAdoo came off the bench. A lot of great players have come off the bench. Um, it's going to be it, – but, Skip, no matter what they try with Russ, Russ is really not the only problem. You don't get by beat by 50 in a preseason game. No. They still can't shoot, they still can't defend, and they still can't rebound. Mm-hmm. And all of those issues that's are That's kind of the sum total, right? And, and all of that's not Russ's fault. Mm. Oh, you, you, can, you, can know, you can sugarcoat and say Russ need to do this, Russ need to do that. But there are a lot of things the Lakers yeah. as a team need to do better. Okay. I see this upside down from what you see. I heard the bombshell report that he's being realigned not demoted, but realigned. But uh, the, the the latest report is they have re-escalated their attempts to trade Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Well, you, you shouldn't demote him because it's clearly a demotion to the second team because you devalue him. You undercut your ability to trade him. Why, why wouldn't you go ahead and start him in the final preseason game? Because it would keep his value up for most people. They say, well, at least he's a starter for the yeah. Lakers. They already whatever his value is is what it is. Everybody know what you well, get with Russell. With, everybody know what you get with Russ in year fifteen. Okay, so to me, I watched Russell Westbrook for five minutes total on what was it Friday, Friday night. night? It all runs together for me. If we could see what happened in those five minutes, please. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> okay, so here's what we see. He tries that. That was a bad idea and way short. And then whoops, we've seen that before. And then this one's way short. And then he just loses the handle because he's got the worst hands of any point guard I have ever seen. So that was it. Those were his five minutes. And all of a sudden, he's walking off. And it was a little limpy, I guess, a little side to side, a little favor in the left side a little bit. I don't know what's going on, but he did not look happy in his new role because he starts every game with LeBron blessing him by hiking the ball between yeah. his legs. It's it's a big deal to right. me that LeBron James would acknowledge Russell Westbrook's greatness by hiking the ball to him because it's a ritual that started that that makes him feel like oh, yeah I'm bringing the ball I'm bringing the ball up like court. it's my team now I'm the point guard here well. If, if you don't start, you're not going to get the ritual, and he's not going to be happy. So all of a sudden, you're more stuck with him than ever because I think that was the first glimmer of how unhappy he's going to get. You know and I know, if you try to bring him off the bench and he plays, what, 15 minutes, maybe 12, 15 minutes, he's not going to be happy. That's, ex- that's an expensive-ass six man. Is it? $47 <laughs> million? Are you kidding me? So, So to me... He's become nothing but a liability. I, I restate my position. You, you can't realign him to the bench. You, 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 in the end, you should have just sent him home. Say, yeah. we love you, man. We give you $47 million to go sit on your couch or whatever you want to do. Or they right? should have. Or- 
They should have, uh, uh, if Andy, if the deal was in place, and some people said it was, some people said it wasn't, Andy didn't really and want do Russ. The, give up the picks. They're unprotected. They're 25 and 27. They're way 27, out. 27, 29. I mean, it's 27, 29. What am I saying? So yeah. they're five somebody and in the seven. Somebody Right? Whoo, wow. Yep. The 29 pick is probably somebody in the seventh grade. No. And by then, Skip, they'll be having the, uh, you can come straight out, you can come hardship. Yeah. Go straight from high school to the NBA. Okay. I, I don't see how it's going to work because... If, if you do go back to starting him because it's it's the path of least resistance mm -hmm. with him, it, it's not the path for LeBron and AD to be on because it's it's going to ruin it. You, you can't play him. He he is a detriment. He is the fly in your soup. He, 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 he is impossible to rise above for LeBron and Anthony Davis. They need, they need shooter skill. Yeah. I mean, that, that became, it, it's, it's been obvious, but it became painfully obvious to me because I'm looking at the, uh, uh, Sacramento and they got guys just bombing threes just left and right. Guys just, and, and we just clanking and clanking and clanking. Aaron Fox just owns you. He just yeah. does whatever he feels yeah. like doing because nobody defends. I mean, I mean, I love, I think Kendrick Nunn is going to be a, a, be really big for I'll us. I'll buy that. Uh, and, and look at Malik Monk. He go over there and just be shooting. I, I wish we could have kept him. Yep. Him and Kendrick Nunn with the second unit and with LeBron and AD. Mm -hmm. Yep, you'd have something there. Without Westbrook as your yeah, quote unquote you point guard. <laughs> Shannon, your Lakers open up the regular season tomorrow night against go. the defending champ we'll Warriors in San Fran. Russ is day-to-day, -day, but AD's a full go with that lower back soreness. We'll put some up next yeah. for us here on Undisputed, how much did it mean for Ooh, HBCUs wow. to have Deion Sanders appear on 60 Minutes last Ooh. night? This is a big one. We'll dive in in just a moment. Deion Sanders was featured on 60 Minutes last night to explain how he's changing the college football landscape by leading Jackson State and HBCU to compete with Power 5 programs. Deion led Jackson State to an 11-2 record last year. Now they are a perfect 6-0 so far this season. Shannon, how big was this for HBCUs? This was huge. I can't remember ever a, a HBCU coach being on 60 Minutes. For that matter, I can't remember any college coach being on 60 no, Minutes. That's a good point. Prime has brought immeasurable impact to HBCUs, not just Jackson State, because now he's put the emphasis on HBCUs. Yep. Um, and he talks to these kids, and he's always wanted to be a coach. I, and it's hard for me to imagine that he's a coach when he's such a great, great player to have the patience. But he says, uh, uh, he's like, man, Sharp, I want to see these kids grow. I don't just want to see them become great football players. I want to see them become great young men. I want to see them become fathers. I want to see them become business owners. And he says, and he talks to them a lot like my, like my college coach talked to me. He talked to them real, raw. And I'm not so sure they can get that at any other institution unless it's an HBCU. But, Skip, this is, he, I mean, you can't, as the, uh, the athletic director was saying, as the, uh, the commissioner of the SWAC was saying, you can't put a number on what he's meant, meant to HBCUs. Yep. My favorite exchange, excuse me, exchange from the uh, interview last night on 60 Minutes was Dion was talking about how HBCUs are underserved and overlooked. And the interviewer said, well, what do you do about that? And he said, you're here. That's what I do about that. Well, that, that's prime. Exactly. That's, that's beautiful. Bingo. You're here. Exactly. 60 Minutes is putting you on as the feature piece on tonight's 60 exactly. Minutes, right? 
then what jars me is, and he's been upfront about this from the start, when he was asked, what happens when a Power 5 school says, give us a number and we'll make it work, and, and Dion says, I'm going to have to entertain it. I'd be a fool not to. Exactly. He does have assistants he has to look out for. Mike Zimmer, who was obviously a head mm -hmm. coach in the NFL. Dennis Thurman, who's been a, a yeah. defensive coordinator in the NFL. And, and again, they would certainly like to go up a notch. Absolutely. But then when he's asked about the NFL, which I think Dion could definitely coach in the want NFL. No part of that. He wants no part no of No part of that. He says, I would kill somebody. And, and then he laughs, but he says, I'm serious. I think I would kill somebody because when they're getting paid that much money to do something that they don't care that much about doing, he says, I would come out of halftime with half my team not, not around anymore because I'd just tell them to go home. Exactly, right? yep. So, so in the end, I guess the NFL is completely out. But the next time TCU has an opening and he has a chance to go there, he's, he's, I assume he's yeah. going to take it. I, I think somebody's going to offer him a job at a Power 5 school next, next season. Um, and, and, Skip, because he can recruit, because he can go, he can offer you something that very few could, I don't know if any other college coach can give you. I can, look, son, you're good enough to go play. I'm, I'm telling you, yeah. I can teach you. We right. have people in place that yeah. can teach you. Yeah. And, Skip, they're going to have, and at a power five, as opposed, he said, yeah, I would love to have one of them billionaire donors say, hey, here's a couple of dollars, prime, go make this thing work. Mm -hmm. I can go get some of the players like they do at Alabama, like they do at Ohio State, yeah. where they got a pool of $20 million. And they say, okay, come on down here. This is our NIL. This is a discretionary fund. We're going to well, give you a coordinate. I, I, I got but, it. So you don't want to say HBCUs till death do we part? He, no, you don't no, want no, to no. Say he, he's not going to be an Eddie Robinson. Uh, Coach, Coach Rob Knew stayed well. for 50 years. He did. Uh, W.C. Gordon at Jackson State. Stayed. Or, you know, Willie Jeffries and yeah. all those guys. Uh, uh, Archie Cooley. My, I, nah, nah, he's not, he's not going to be one of those. Nor should he be. No. Now, those guys, they probably they wanted to stay. But the opportunity, Skipper, you see what the, the, the salaries are. Coach, Coach Saban making $12 million a year. I got it. But, yep. Yeah. Well, good for Prime getting on yeah. 60 Minutes. Yeah. And he did a great job with it, too. <laughs> All right, guys, I mentioned the Jets at the top of the show because I love this next story. Get did Jets sauce. rookie Sauce Gardner disrespect Aaron Rodgers oh, and the dude. Packers after the Jets beat them? That's next. <laughs> Speaking of the Jets, rookie cornerback Sauce Gardner taunting Green Bay. I love this video. Check it out. He's wearing a cheese head in Lambeau after his team beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers 27-10 yesterday. Packers receiving Alan Lazard knocked it off his head heading into the tunnel. Shannon, what's your reaction? I thought it was funny. Um, That's Gardner, a Shannon Sharp move, yeah, right? I, I, you, you exactly. I yep. definitely would have got something like that. And uh, he, I, I guess he got it from a, fan, a Jets fan that was in the crowd. Yep. Uh, the Jets went to Lambeau, beat Aaron Rodgers and, and the Packers, who don't lose very often at home. And then Alan Lazard knocked it off his head. Bro, that's my, why don't you knock something off my head? What's wrong with you? Skip, what you know what I'm waiting for? I want to hear some, a famous person say R-E-L-A-X. Yeah. When are we going to hear that, Skip? Uh, you're not because you can't. Panic, I agree. <laughs> I never thought I would see the day a New York Jet yeah. was clowning the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau. Never. On the field after a game. Never. It has come to this for the Packers. 
And you want to talk Tom Brady's washed? The guy who's washed, the guy who looks look washed bad. to me is Aaron Rodgers. He's lost is, his is, nerve is, in the pocket. Skip, is, is, is he all in? Is he invested? Because oh, he, he just, ooh, it Boy, looks bad. It's starting to look like Devontae made him more than he made Devontae all yeah. that money, right? Yeah, it's, it, it doesn't look good, Skip. It this, doesn't look good. This was the ultimate degradation. They all said after the game it was no big deal. Lazard said he knocked it off, but he still respected him as a player, the way mm -hmm. they got beaten, because they got their butts kicked by the New York Jets. 20, I mean, Quinny Williams Whew. was just that they were they were all over Rodgers. They were all over him yesterday, Skip. And at the end, he started he started seeing ghosts. He started seeing yeah, things that were there. I agree. Jets, Giants. Yankees? Oh my! Oh my wow. It's crazy, isn't it? We see you, Sauce, and These we're here for it. Guys, here. we're you know, out of time. Great show today. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs>